1: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tacovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Chase Ralston with RubLine Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's
2: John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Sheffler from Whitetail
1: Adrenaline. Hi,
3: I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
1: Hey, this is Nick Burton from Bow Collector.
3: Hey, this is Melissa
1: Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast.
3: Working class bow hunter podcast. Working
1: class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bone hunter. It's
2: really, really not that, good.
3: It's not that good. Work is class. Work is class. Work is class.
4: Work, work, work is class. Working class boat work, work
1: Hey, welcome. You made it. Working Class bow hunter Podcast episode... Who knows? I hey, how are track. you? <laughs> 400 and something, some change. <laughs> Whatever. You made it. You're here. Um, hope your deer season's going well um, and it's not dragging you to the mud too hard. Just think there's still some time left. Yep. Don't beat yourself up because that's when you really lose. Stay motivated. What would Clinton Casper do?
0: It's just getting See? good, guys. It's just getting good. It's just getting good. You're on the tip of the it's getting good. As
1: Ross said, you just find the food. That's it. Find the food, find the guys. Food. Yeah. Find the food, guys. That's all you got to do. Scout, we'll, scout from a distance. Or a cheeseburger the out there for we'll, him. We'll yeah. touch on some late season stuff, I think, during this through. episode. Um, Thank you for being here. Uh, if you have not yet, check out our YouTube. Subscribe there. We just put out Austin's first traditional buck out there. Um, we have the second one. We have... Our bear hunt coming to YouTube, a bunch of other stuff. Um, We're actually just trying to make, like, kind of an effort with video. Yeah, super Um, cool, though. Super cool. Yeah, and we're doing a giveaway. So if you subscribe and show us you subscribed and a screenshot or whatever, we put you in a drawing to win a HHA Tetra sight, a Sink Crusher gear bag, or a working-class bowhunter swag pack. So Mm. one in three chance. Um, Who doesn't like free shit? That's right. I mean, come on. Um, Also, new merch, new hats, uh, new stocking caps. Uh, two new shirt designs what else new stickers new stickers we got all kinds of new shit coming up too yeah so. we're working on stuff all the time we're trying to cycle new and old designs and yep. all that so working class we're try and get new shirts and new hats in every couple months so we can keep it updated yep keep it fresh keep it fresh uh the podcast is presented by hha sports um you know hha we talk about them all the time and they have provided our listeners with a code WCB15 to save yourself some money. If you're wanting to become part of the single pin family or upgrade, maybe to something different. Maybe you want a dovetail for adjustability. Maybe you want you just want to change things up. Yep. Um, lifetime warranty with their drop-away rest and their sights. Uh, pretty damn awesome. Also, Scent Crusher. The gear bag is probably our number one uh, tool there. Um, oh, yeah. Convenience, um, mobility, and it, and it works. Uh, loophole optics. Uh, love our rangefinders, our ten by forty twos is what we rock here in the Midwest. Oh yeah! Uh, as Michael said on that podcast, uh, eliminate the the feeling of FOMO, fear of missing out. See what's okay. going on from a distance. There it, you go. It helps the long sits when you're. Uh, Sitting there shoving peanut M&M's down your suck hole. You can see what's going on 200 <laughs> yards over. <laughs> peanut M&M's the loudest candy you can fucking it's eat. I <laughs> Yeah, the rapper, You're just over there chucking them. Hit, they're hitting your teeth. As they're going in making all sorts of Throwing noise. Throwing them up in the air trying to catch them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, ThermoSeat, uh, code WCTS on ThermoSeat's website. We also have working class bowhunter ThermoSeats on our website with our That's logo right. on Go them. Go buy one. That's cool. We're like official. That's you know, right. help your butt. Uh, stay warm and stay in there. So while you're throwing peanut M&Ms down your suck hole. And your you ass be, will be warm. You can be comfortable while you do it. <laughs> um, also, Victory Archery, um, Gator Outdoors, Elite Archery, Big Time, and Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, Great partners there. Uh, Gator Outdoors code WCB10. I think the WCB2020 code will still go through January, and then we'll have a new code, of course. Um, and there you go. Thank you to Thank our you. partners. Appreciate it. thanks for listening to our ads. That's what we appreciate. We appreciate that too. Sitting through our ads. We appreciate you
2: for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you appreciating us. Uh, You got a veteran shout out? I got some appreciation more coming. All right. This is sent in by Haley Gabler. Uh, The veteran is JT Gabler. Uh, The branch is U.S. Coast Guard. Says JT is my husband and is currently active duty in the United States Coast Guard going on his sixth year. For the last few months, if he and I are in the car... The only thing playing is your podcast. Oh, sorry. That's Real nice. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Including our 16-hour road trip to Colorado for our anniversary. Oh, my oh. God. Sorry. <laughs>
3: for the anniversary <laughs> and playing us,
2: Knuckleheads? She, hey, she's
3: tough. She's tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> he has been hunting really hard this year and putting in a lot of time in public in public land where we stationed, while we're stationed in Iowa. He has had a really tough season with stolen stands, losing a deer, and being gone for work during almost all of November. Dang. But he won't give up as much as I want him to. So you can spend more time at home. Thanks, guys. That's thank you for awesome. submitting that, Haley, and uh, thank you for your service, JT. Thanks, JT. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you, about, man. Uh, losing a deer and your stands, but...
1: Haley, you're a... Should happen. You're you know? a trooper. Man, he was just like, I don't care about your feelings. <laughs> We're listening to Working Class hunter on our way to our anniversary. <laughs>
3: for 16 hours.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey. Woof. Well, they probably go do what she wanted to do there anyway, so... It works right. There you at go. At yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, compromise. a compromise. Compromise out. <laughs> Hopefully, Levels they weren't out. going there like during the. Like I know what season. I'm talking about. <laughs> well, it's we can assume, right?
1: It's our show. Yeah. They're, but they're I not...
3: mean, if you're a hunter and you get stationed in the state of Iowa,
1: that works out. Yeah, right? I mean, that you works out pretty good. Well, cool. Thank you for your service, sir. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Appreciate the support. Well, cool. On to the podcast. Um, of course, you know our our voices, but we have a guest in studio this week, Mr. Todd Anderson.
5: Glad to be here.
1: Thank you for being here, man. Absolutely. We uh we just became buds over the last few weeks and I'm like, hey, I got a podcast, you want to come talk? And you're like, Unfortunately, I know about your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I don't want to talk. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk. I don't, <laughs> don't want to talk to you. you. Hey,
5: getting in and talking about big deer, why not? I mean it's easy. It's the perfect thing to do.
1: And you brought some big deer.
5: I brought a couple big deer. I was I got really lucky this year. Yeah, man. they're
1: kinda they're kinda really big. Yeah. I mean, luck only goes for like maybe one deer every now and again. Yeah. Once you bring in like Four studs, three, four studs. It's like consistent. You know, it's starting to add up that it's more than luck. So. Yeah, he's got
0: three big ones and a huge set of sheds.
1: Yeah, so we'll get in. We'll, you we'll be
3: really good or the luckiest son bitch ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it is luck, <laughs> man, I'm going to hang out
1: with you a little while. He, he, yeah, ma- he like, makes his own luck. Don't don't let him fool you. Oh, that's part of it, man. But no, I appreciate you coming here. First time ever podcasting.
5: First time ever. This is it.
1: How does it Number feel so one. far?
5: Number it's, it's, uh, one, it's going good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> hadn't, hadn't really said nothing yet. It
1: sucks. I'm out. Yeah. It gets better once you drink a few more beers and you're like, all right, there it is. There's the hunting camp talk. Yeah. can do that. Um, but no, man, I'm who are you? Todd Anderson. You're yep. from Illinois, and that's all the more direct we need to get about that. But
5: Sure. Live in the Quad Cities. Um, been here my whole life, born and raised. Yeah. Moline. And uh, yeah, got into deer hunting when I was uh, 17 years old. And uh, it's just been one of those things that you know once it gets your hook that once it gets its hooks in you yeah you're done yeah you were
3: hooked
1: like, right out the gate or
5: right take a gate. little bit really did yeah. you kind
3: of like get into it yourself or did you have some no someone get actually you into it? I
5: mean the story is my parents neither of them were really outdoorsy people but my mom's parents had a camp up in Bagley Wisconsin on the river and we'd go up there fishing a lot mm-hmm. and uh, my grandfather when we when I was 16 we went down to Lake Fork for spring break bass fishing. And his his stomach was bothering him the whole time when we came home. He actually ended up finding out he had pancreatic cancer. He passed away three months later. No kidding. Yeah, it was kind of of one of those quick deals. But um, at his funeral, one of his best friends was like, hey, grandpa was talking about getting you out this fall and going hunting with us. Mm -hmm. If you're interested, you can come out to our farm and do some deer hunting. And uh, he said, I don't want you out there with a gun, but if you want to buy a bow, you know. We'd love to have you out, and I said, sure, that sounds good. Awesome. Yeah, so I got out there and uh, did it a couple times and had a good uh, good experience and uh, just grew from there. No kidding. Yep. yep.
1: Interesting. Yeah, so at 17, just kind of went after it, huh?
5: I did, I did. Um, he had a nice farm. It was a little bit further north from the Quad Cities, but yeah. ended up, you know, he had a bunch of family out there, so... Mm-hmm. You know how it is with with pieces that you don't own or you don't have control yeah. over. Yeah. Right. Get bumped pretty quick, and you got to do the
1: political dance yep. and all that. Yeah, yep. 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 So I
5: ended up um, moving over to one of the ladies at work. She had five acres mm-hmm. of her backyard, basically just touched into a big piece of timber, and yeah, ended up going out there and shooting a couple deer. Boy, um,
0: well, those are nice spots.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. they yeah. really are. Yeah. <laughs> so how yeah. did you, you know, at seventeen, and we don't got to get into how old you are. I mean, times have changed, you know, even from when I started hunting, but then, do you remember how, like, you got your first bow, and what was the decision process there? Or did you get a hand-me-down, or how did it all work?
5: No, I went out to—I uh, you know, did have one good friend. Um, my buddy Nick I played football with, he was into hunting, and mm-hmm. um, he was like, you know, there's a sports center out easy living down in Milan. Yeah. Went down there, shot a few bows, and found one that felt good, and it was an old uh, Browning Midas, maybe? Does that sound right? Yeah, like a, mm-hmm. a micro
1: Midas. Yeah,
5: something like that. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is back in—
1: or maybe there's a Midas and a Micro Midas then. Might have been. I have like, a Micro like, Midas in my garage with the bow fishing reel set yeah, up on it. Yeah, you know? this is like
5: 95 or something, so it's been a few years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he got he kind of got me set up on it and then um, shot that bow for a while, got into a Matthews when I started getting a little bit more serious, and yeah. it's just kind of been from there. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. I was
1: just curious because I know we do have some newer hunters listening and stuff, and just that way they can— I don't know, might be able to compare some notes and
5: well, the options today, there's so many more options. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're all good though. They're all good. And the internet is a powerful tool in trying to research that stuff. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah, they're all good. And it's, it's fun to act like they're not right. You know what I mean? Like right. razzing each other. Oh, like, yeah. you yeah. rats each other. I will, I would literally shoot any bow. Like they're all efficient. They're all good. Oh, yeah. uh, it's just where you feel is your home or what you like and what you want in a bow. Um, But it is, it's like the Chevy Ford argument. Oh, absolutely. For sure. I mean, the worst
5: bows today are way better than the best bows from 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know if you've heard
1: our recent jokes (laughs) about, for some reason, our jokes about Gleaner combines, comparing them to cheap bows, is just, (laughs) for some reason, really funny to people. Um, Probably because it's relatable to the Midwest. But every time we talk about, like uh, something high end or not high end. I just want to make a Gleaner joke now, (laughs) even though I have never even been in a Gleaner combine, have no reason to hate them at all. I was waiting
2: for you to like compare a bow to a Gleaner. Oh yeah. I just was waiting
3: for it. You don't even see them anymore. Uh, you see them oh, broke they're, down they're out there <laughs> yeah they're, they're out in the field yeah. <laughs> guys are still buying <laughs> what you them? call a field ornament blue glass and all <laughs>
0: they're out there blue glass and all. <laughs> and but, most of them have the the little uh, 45 degree auger all cocked
1: out oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> full water <laughs> but anyway don't but,
2: make no sense <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you can't go wrong with a new bow so if you're someone that's a newer hunter and you just got any bow i don't well, I say nothing wrong with a new bow any bow that you can get your hands on and use and practice with is going to be just fine. So don't beat yourself up over brands or anything like right. that. Right. I mean, yeah. best
3: you honestly did the best way. You know, go down, shoot a bunch of them, see which one feels comfortable to you, you know?
1: Yep.
5: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the key. Like, you got, yeah. just like you into every podcast, go shoot your bow, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. get out there and use it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure.
1: So, how long, you're 17 when you started, you got yep. your bow. And I'm kind of just building up your timeline here yep. because. Yep. Um, I'm fascinated by big buck killers, consistent big buck killers, because at what point from 17 did you kind of feel like I'm kind of figuring out this big buck thing or was it, did you kill a big buck and then it kind from there it clicked a little bit or how, how did your big buck journey kind of build into what it is now?
5: Well, the first deer I killed was, you know, he was small. He might've been, he was a one and a half, two and a half year old. He was tiny little basket rack. Mm -hmm. And, um. Super excited. I mean, that deer got me super jacked up, right? Obviously, everybody's oh, first yeah. Bite, oh, you know? yeah, yeah, It doesn't matter how big they are. Yeah. And so, got that under my belt, and then, you know, Saturday mornings, back in the day, you'd get up, what do you do? You'd flip on the TV, and you're watching guys shooting 150, 160-inch deer, and you're going, "Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, looking at the magazines, figuring out where we're at, it's like, well, shit, I kind of won the lottery. This is... <laughs> ground zero for big bucks yeah, like, yeah. we're I, in the gold triangle in, yeah you know? yeah
1: i live like, in the best spot for whitetails, right exactly by chance <laughs> exactly
5: And so <laughs> kind of lucky too i mean a couple years into it when i killed those deer my dad came out and my dad all he's ever done is just worked you know mm-hmm. never had any hobbies and he came out with me and helped me track the deer and get them out of the woods and like he was like a little kid. Like he was excited about it, too. Yeah, I was Yeah, like, well, that's shit, cool. I'm going to get my dad a bow for Father's Day. So I got him a bow, and so I got him into hunting with me. That's cool. Ooh, no, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and so um, we actually ended up getting a piece of ground and uh, that we can hunt on our own. And we've just gotten to the point where, you know, you start out shooting... 120-incher comes out, and you're like, oh, shit, here he is. This is Stud. my That's this That's a is monster. My day. Yep. I'm about to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> World American whitetail. For sure. And then you get up to him, you're like, okay, maybe he's not quite as <laughs> big as he, I thought he was. Yeah, but, yeah. You yep. know, you just stair-step up. I mean, I've been oh, yeah. climbing the ladder 20-some-odd years. And um, mm-hmm. when we got our, our, our ground that we're on now, it um, had some pretty good deer on it that hadn't had much pressure mm-hmm. before we got it. And I ended up shooting a about 164-inch. Mm. mainframe nine with a kicker off his G two mm-hmm. super like six inch bases, just a real big Monster. studly old buck Bro- you know? Yeah. Yeah. And had no idea what I'd killed at that moment. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm out there with this guy that I was kind of running around with at the time, buddy, you know, hunting buddy guy. Yeah. And uh, we're struggling to get this thing on the back of a ATV and like, I didn't get any good field photos mm-hmm. and I'm just like kicking myself over it now. But that deer pretty much lit the fire for big bucks in me. Gotcha. Know? And yeah. that was in 99. Yep. And um, killed him.
1: So is this the same piece that you're still hunting to this day? It is now, yeah. Very Uh cool. Very cool. Um, That's awesome to be able to, like, invest your heart and soul. And I was talking to my buddy today. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off a little bit. But with property, I was talking to my buddy. I'm like, man, I've never had a place. It's kind of like I've never had – with property, I've never had a consistent relationship. Like, I'm always, like – it's going to end any day like this girl's going to leave me and i'm going to be heartbroken so i'm almost like hesitant it's hard for me to like pass bucks that are 150 at four years old and i'm like oh he could be 170 next year because i'm like man i always feel like it's a i'm in an uneasy relationship with a chick and she's going to leave me and then i'm starting from ground zero but so that's cool that you've been able to dump your heart and soul and and put efforts into a piece you yeah know but what don't I mean? feel
5: special for having trouble passing a 150 because i mean there's oh, a no, lot no, of years no, that, yeah. you know one, oh i know a mid 140s comes out and you're like god <sighs> dude, i want to shoot that deer right. oh, so, but, yeah. I mean, but
1: i'm not apologizing for I it you. i will yeah. say because <laughs> as uh dan and sean they're out here from out east i'm like i like to shoot shit man. exactly right. exactly right. Right. yeah but that is cool though basically i'm just saying like you know that's what it takes like you've big deer don't come from nowhere. Like you have to put work into it. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm complimenting you because from where that is, it's like you realized at that point, like, man, I can, I can do this and build up into something, which is awesome. Well, and
3: true, that accomplishment of owning your own property has to be like shooting a 180 inch steer. You know, just saying, "Hey, this is my piece of ground." Yeah, you know, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be exciting to own your own ground, also.
5: It's nice. It's real It's good. It's good and frustrating at the same time. You know, because mm-hmm. you see, you see what it's out, what's out there, and you think, "Okay, man, the potential for this place is." You set a bar somewhere, right? Right. And when it's not hitting that bar, you're going. God damn! What am I doing wrong? What's yep. what's the problem? Yeah, Are my yeah, neighbor yeah. screwing me? Am I doing something wrong? What's the deal? Right, and you know because
1: you're confined to your spot. Totally, yeah. yeah,
5: completely. And you know, I, I, kind of at times think guys that have three or four spots that they can go bounce around to. Maybe that's the right approach. I don't mm-hmm. know, but you know, I'm like you said, I'm committed to this one spot, and it's yep. it's been fun and. It's neat to, to be able to tell the story of a specific buck. Right, like, right. Absolutely. You know, I've got one deer that I've got sheds off of for like six years in a row. That's cool. Yeah, It's yeah, oh, just a man. neat a neat thing. I, I think a and different
1: level of anxiety. I don't know if you – I think we all experience deer hunter anxiety to a point on different levels. But that, to me, I feel like that would be stressful because you're hoping – you know, you pass him on. You're like, man, I hope he makes it. Like gun season comes around. You're like, totally. oh, man, make it through. So yeah. in order to do that, it takes a ton of work, a ton of commitment a ton of uh, emotional ups and downs. Yeah. Well, um,
5: and I'm bow only. All I do is archery. So really? every year when it's uh, shotgun season, every shot I hear is like, oh, there's another giant that just got shot. You <laughs> oh, know? Yeah. It's like nobody's shooting a doe. In my mind, everyone's a big buck. <laughs> right. <being> right. <laughs> every
1: one of them's a 180. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, shit, <laughs> starting over. Uh, I, uh, I, I get that. Yeah, everyone's yeah. in
2: the woods. Austin Is an Austin <laughs> Chandler out there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's calculated. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, I think that's maybe the problem is and we're kind of razzing gun hunters a little bit, but we're not for real. Like it would be different if you knew every one of them had put in the same amount of work that you put in. Right. Right. And you're like, okay, I have, I have less of a problem with a guy who put his heart and soul and emotion and, and ethics into harvesting a buck with a shotgun at, 100 or 100 or 10 yards whatever he blasted right. at that versus the dude who willy-nilly went out and hit your 180 inch buck in the neck on a drive and got lucky and then he lobs the antlers off and puts them in his garage
5: uh, you know it's almost more frustrating there's been so many 200 inch deer killed off of my farm or around it mm-hmm. as 120 inch two-year-olds or 130 inch mm. two-year-olds you know oh, what yeah. i mean just yeah the, the the guys that are killing the Listen, I've got nothing against people who go out and fill their freezer. No problem at all. Shoot yeah. whatever you want to shoot. Everyone has that right. Yeah. But when you sit there and say, well, this is my second buck. I killed a 110 uh, inch eight and Now I just killed a 140 inch three year old. You know, it's like, gosh, come on. Yeah. Did you shoot any does? No.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just, yeah. it's like management. It's a management buck. It's
5: right. Like, ah, Man, right. we're not in Texas. Right, exactly. Like
1: that's, I don't know, does that, does that get to you a little bit? And you're like, coal buck it's like man we're not in south texas man (laughs)
5: just
0: depends on their age i mean that's cool if you shoot a 120 but as long as he was six he's nine yeah yeah exactly
5: six years old that's right i mean we i've got a couple buddies that come in every year and hunt with me and it's always you know august september guys here's the lineup okay here's the lineup yeah you know this deer green light this deer right like i had one buddy uh daniel from virginia come in this year and he's hunting with me and he sent we're texting back and forth and yeah. he says hey uh scrubby brows came by here's a video and i mean the deer i'm like dude that deer's like eight yards from your stand what are you doing he's like isn't that one on the note don't shoot list and i go that deer's six years old and he's a 150 shoot that thing like he's <laughs> shoot like, that motherfucker. yeah he right wrote, he wrote back He's fuck <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> Well, yeah. I, but those guys are committed to the program you know and yeah. i mean that's the only way you get really big deer is if you just yeah. don't shoot them when they're not really big
1: yeah. right but it also takes you know you've climbed the ladder to get totally. to that point absolutely man. and that's something we've talked about in recent episodes you know with ross killing his giant and then chandler killing two mature bucks with his with his longbow and um we're talking about kind of the turning point where you know i feel i'm to the turning point now to where like i need to be um and kind of going back to property it's like i'm i'm at this crossroads a little bit it's hard for me to know like man i'm gonna be looking for a new spot next year but there's a hundred like my buck sitting right here's 148 inches he's 13 inches wide it's hard for me to pass that deer and i'm like i want to but i can't yeah <laughs> and then i get it. along him yeah, I, I get it. you know so um but it takes a different um experience level and time out in the field, and and. It's a different mindset. It's almost like the progression of an experienced bow hunter. Yep. I don't know if everybody goes through that, or if it's just my own mental battle that I'm kind of dealing with. You, you, just, what? But. You
0: end up honestly. It's like uh, Cole Young said in several podcasts. I mean, he was okay going dry for several years before he kills. You, you know? have to be. I mean, yeah. I, I went dry for four years well then also not
1: that this is like a pressure that's it it feels like it's way it's going to weigh in more in the future but maybe it won't it's like well now we're a a, a outdoor hunting production right yeah so it's like how does it look if i'm on a podcast eric's on the podcast doug's on the podcast russ and we go eight years of podcasting and none of us kill any deer, right? right. Now, I'm not saying that's going to force me to shoot 120 inch deer right. from here for the next eight years. That's not what I'm getting at. But
0: I say you have a lot of pressure building in the back of your head. That's 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 yeah. keeping you from which that's that's fine. I mean that's how it is, and it's cool. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Well, it's the same there. reason why you
1: see Kip Campbell on on there shooting 120 inch deer. I'm not saying that that's what I'm going to do, but. It is there. The pressure is well, yeah. the there. This. You let take the, you the camera away.
5: Do any of your sponsors? Are, are, do any of them be like, "Hey, you guys <laughs> need to put deer on the internet" or you know things like? Do you have to nope. produce? Nope. Yeah. No. I mean, so that's the thing. Yeah. You don't need to. I don't need to. no. Yeah. But I get it because, like, for a long time, I was the same way. Like one of my good buddy Jimmy, uh, he hunts right around um, me as well. He, his wife, one year I didn't kill, and it was the first time in like five or six years I didn't get a buck. She's like, "What are you going to do? You didn't kill a buck." And I'm just like, "Shit." <laughs> you know, yep. it didn't feel yep. quite right, you know. So then that yeah, next yeah. year, 130 inch eight point comes out and he got smoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you feel that pressure. It,
0: like, you're a killer, aren't you? So oh,
5: well, why yeah, aren't you killing? Exactly.
1: Yeah, that's I right wonder right if right there's there. like and uh, like non hunter pressure. You get a deer yet? It's like, <laughs> <"Fuck> <laughs> you man, no, yeah. hey, did you no. catch any? Yeah, I didn't catch any. You catch any? You catch any? <laughs> you one yeah, one of yeah, the like, piss off, Lou. No, nah, but it's that's not like a thing that that we dwell on, but it's also like it's in the back of your mind.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe a little. Like it's kind of But that's territory. like a new thing for yeah. me lately. Like, like, um, I haven't shot a whitetail buck since
3: 17. Yep. Mine was 16 yeah. until this year.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, I don't even want to go down that road because it's not what it's about. Right, but, right. But, no, no, no. but the point is to kill deer like this giant high 90s whitetail sitting on the studio table. <laughs> that is what you have to monster. do. You have to be willing to pass bucks that in the back of your head you're like, I, sh- I want to zap that fool right in the heart, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. zap that prick right in the heart. Zap that prick <laughs> right in the heart. You know you want to, but you gotta, you can't. No. to make well, deer like this. And but- I'll
5: tell you. So I killed that big one in '99, mm-hmm. and then I I killed a lot of 130, 140 inch deer. Yeah. And then I killed 170 inch ten in 2009, mm-hmm. and um then I killed for four or five years. It was like 140, 150. Yeah. And, and you know, if you want to fill tags. In Illinois, you're probably going to have that opportunity on those types of deer. Mm-hmm. And people around us were killing big deer, and I'm going, man, why am I not killing big deer? Why am I not killing a 180? That was like always my goal was to kill like 180-inch typical, 200-inch non-typical in my life, right? Mm-hmm. That was where I had to set the bar. Pretty here. awesome goals. Well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But they're yeah, they're achievable, car. you know, in mm-hmm. Illinois, where we're at. And um, it was just always super frustrating to be like, you just keep pushing, you keep pushing, you go, you just try to keep hunting harder and harder, and yeah. it's just not happening, and then you go, you know what? This is getting to be a little bit much. You get a little burned out, so you just back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when you quit pushing, then all of a sudden you kill a 180 and a exactly. 200 class deer. Interesting. So, exactly. You know? mm. Do you
1: think it's because you've let the pressure off? The deer get their age, they get their maturity. Is that kind of what you're getting at Part with that? Part of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: these, you, these deer are not three year old deer, four year old deer. You know, you got to let them grow up.
1: Right, right. Do you? So. Um, Let's stick with whitetails for a little bit because we're just so deep in the whitetail thing. So we're kind of skipping a hunt of yours. Right. But we will get that hunt. Sure. So let's just talk about – pull that other whitetail up here. We have some (laughs) giant whitetails in the studio (laughs) right now for everybody listening at home or at work. I bet the the best part about this big dog
0: laying on the table is – I see. It's got the, it's got the landowner tag on it. <laughs> that's, you know, I uh,
5: saving that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so
1: you're the buck you're holding was the first buck you shot this season.
5: Yeah. Killed him on October. Well, first whitetail killed him on October. Oh, First whitetail. Yeah, Sorry. October Sorry. 30th. Um,
1: let's break him down. Let's talk sure. about what he is. Sure. And then let's talk a little bit about him and, and how you killed him.
5: Okay, sure. Um, so he is a mainframe 10. He's got a sport G three. Um, and then he's got a little extra coming off of his main beam on the inside. Little cool.
1: yeah. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Down in there. I didn't even see it from the angle you were holding them at. That's yeah, cool. That super I cool.
5: had no idea he had it when I shot him. him you know, <laughs> so I got one picture of this deer um, on my farm, and he's walking underneath the camera. It's a spot where they kind of come up off of. They come up onto the road and cross it, and yeah. And he's like literally like five feet in front of it, and uh, saw it, saw the forked G three, and was like. Well, that's an interesting deer I, you know didn't think much of him it was a weird sure. angle. yeah and uh that's the only picture i got of him all really? summer all year yeah and <clears throat> that was probably in october 21st 22nd somewhere in there well my plan uh i had a buddy in town and my plan, there's, there's a deer that I've got sheds off of that I brought in here. Mm-hmm. He's uh he's a really long main beam deer. Yeah. And 30 inch beam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look unreal. And, uh, I've got sheds off of him for like three or four years. Yeah. And so I've been after him and he's just that deer that I really wanted to kill this year. Yeah. So I knew where he was kind of been hanging out and it's a morning sit stand, you know? And mm-hmm. so late October, it's like, all right, it's time to go. It's time to go. And, um, my girlfriend was going to come up and hunt with me one day this uh, late October weekend and was hunting mornings in the timber. She comes up. It was Friday, the mm-hmm. 30th. And so I'm hunting the, the buck in the morning, and I'm like, okay, I'll shoot does in the evening. Yeah. Right? And she's in town. Never been out on a deer hunt before, and it's like, let's just go somewhere. Oh, where never, we, ever. Never, ever. Never even seen a deer, you know, in a hunting oh, situation. Oh, wow. Right, right. So I'm like, well, let's just go somewhere where we can sit and see some deer. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, we go down. I've got a food plot down on the south side. and. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of uh, brassicas and some winter wheat and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so we go down there, and a bunch of does are piling out, and there's you know twenty or thirty deer. By the out way, field. we'll talk about some big time food plots here. Okay, after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Um, but there's a bunch of does out feeding, and a couple of small bucks, and mm-hmm. there, you know, it's fine. It's the time when the smaller deer like. Hey, it's ladies' night. Let's go. That's, right. That's right. Right, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. They're going to the club. Having you know? a good time I wish <laughs> I had that
1: that song on cue right now. Like, we don't own the copyright, but I play it anyway. <laughs>
5: exactly. So they're they're out there chasing doves around and stuff, and, and it's getting towards the evening. And you know, is she freaking
1: was, out about this right now? Like seeing all this, or is she kind of uh,
5: like you know, you guys know how it is where there's like. A doe's out in the field feeding, or there's like ten does out in the field feeding, and then next thing you know, they're all looking back in the timber, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit, what's coming out?" All their heads then,
3: pop up, and they're looking. You're just like, "Oh boy, exactly, there we go. Yeah, exactly." Yeah. You're, you're like, making Play-Doh, Play-Doh, Play-Doh snakes, Play-Doh snakes, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then
5: a two and a half year old pops out, <laughs> mm, you know, yep. and you're like, yeah, "Okay, yeah. great." And and the two and a half year old walks over, and he's just kind of giving the doe's a stink eye, and then gets about ten yards away from him, and Pops over at him and chases them around a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Sniffing butts. Yeah. And uh, she's like, there's a buck. Shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's like, why are they so mean to the does? <laughs> like, like, hey, listen, it's reality. How it works, right? Well, it's yeah. how we want to be to you, but we can't. <laughs> uh, Society says we have to behave. God damn, Kurt. <laughs> oh, I mean. so, so they were doing that. You know, there's there's three or four small bucks is. and a bunch of does. And then it's getting towards evening and next thing you know every deer in the field picks its head up and just looks there's just this little dip in the field and it rolls into the timber Mm -hmm. and the timber drops down into this creek bottom so it just kind of it's rolling off right yeah yeah and every deer's looking over there and next thing you know this dude pops out and i'm like hmm that's a pretty good buck (laughs) and he walks over and i'm like turn on the and we had a video camera i said turn on the camera and so she turns it on and and you see uh one of the smaller bucks walk over and then and then he pops into the screen and you're like ooh he's a lot bigger than these other dudes yeah. and he and you can see just you know the aggression in his posture and he yeah, walks yeah. he walks this one buck out of the field and then he goes over to the field edge works a scrape and uh, he's probably about 80 yards away at this point point. Mm-hmm. and there's a doe like 25 yards right in front of the blind. We're in a ground blind. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I was so, envisioning a
1: tree the whole time, just. Yeah. But yeah, I guess first time deer hunting, yeah. You would shoot her up right. in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 35 foot hang on. Hey, yeah. you, go hey, you got to go up first because you got to get <laughs> yeah. the top I want my Get in, there. There. Get in there. mine, step on my seat, and then hop in that. That's yeah. your Yeah, yep. okay. That makes a lot more sense. I, don't, I don't, <laughs> didn't think about that. Yeah.
5: So, um,. So he goes over and he's working the scrape and then I'm, I'm, I've got my range finder and I'm going, okay, this dough's at 25. Mm-hmm. The, the edge of the field is 40. If he pops back out and he walks down this edge, I'll just shoot him when he walks out. He's yeah. got to clear this dough. I'll, I'll drill him right there. Mm-hmm. And we're watching him make the scrape and he's in there working it for, I don't know, it seemed like five minutes, but it was probably only a minute or two. Yeah. And um, I'm like, is he going to go down in the timber? Or is he going to come back out? Well, he stops working the scrape and then you can see him shake his head and he shakes his body and he's just totally calm, you know? He turns and he comes back out and I'm like, All right, this dude's done and so uh,
1: what's her mindset at this point? Is she just filming and not really thinking too much or
3: yeah, are you kind of telling her, her like, <laughs> like like does she know
5: you're all pumped up, oh, like yeah. excited? Well, and- I mean, I don't know about you guys, but any time I'm hunting and a big one shows up, mm-hmm. like I'm I don't get nervous, I don't get shaky, I don't I don't like think about anything but Where's the opportunity to put an arrow in this year? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. That's a like, turning
1: point going back, like to experience. I think like you've been there before. You're kind of like you've yeah. trained for the moment. Absolutely. Yeah.
5: And, and I've I've been in enough situations where I know if he gives you a shot, you better take it because don't wait for him to come closer, or give yeah. you a better like. Yeah. If you feel confident in what you can do with that shot, you better take it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I'm in my head. Running all the scenarios through as he's walking down this fence line or this this food plot line between the grass and the food plot. And mm-hmm. like I said, as soon as he passes this doe, he's at 40. And he walks down and he gets right behind the doe and he turns and comes straight at us. He comes out to the doe. I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to give me a freaking chip shot. Yeah. So he walks out and the doe, she scampers off and uh, he comes out, turns broadside. I was drawn, whapped him. and uh, How close? 24 yards oh man yeah oh, Jesus. and uh and he jump. i shoot him and he like takes all four legs jump up off the ground and he like does the mule kick and yeah. then he runs off and you can hear him crash and i'm just like fucking ass just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, screaming yeah i was excited i was pretty worked up yeah. oh yeah did
1: she uh, did she have any like clue of what just happened as far as like the caliber of oh, whitetail
5: no none whatsoever i mean <laughs> that's cool though mostly, if you're not a hunter you, <laughs> you would, don't know, you right, know right. right she knew he she's, just she shot just, like, she's like yeah, on her phone much. she's I just on been, her like, phone just like cool <laughs> but
1: she's pretty quick <laughs> scrolling tinder looking for a different <laughs> boyfriend Doing one
3: of these, this, guy,
5: this guy's insane. <laughs> this guy's this worked guys, up over a deer. This guy's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> I bet she
0: catches on pretty quick that this is a big deal. Well, I just didn't know she did.
5: Had... She did. So so I shoot this deer, and I'm like you said, I'm all jacked up. Yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah, and she's like, oh, so now what? And I was like, well, we're gonna give him a couple minutes here because yeah, yeah. you know he. So he runs out of the field, jumps a fence, and I hear him crashing down through the timber. And um, there was like I said, there's like 30 deer out there, so they're all crashing through the timber, and I'm like is he down did he keep going i'm not exactly sure yeah so we got out and like i said my buddy daniel was there so we went back up and she was cold and uh, she gets cold easy right Right. so we go back to the cabin and um daniel comes back up and we we pull up the uh, camera and we run the footage and i mean it's like perfect you know so i'm like get the four-wheeler let's go get him yeah Yeah, yeah. he's done yeah and he's like how big you think he is and i'm like man i don't know 162 somewhere in there 164 so we go out there and we get him and um he you know he was a lot bigger than I thought. One seventy nine and seven eight, so. that's, a stud. that's a That's a great crazy, problem. Man. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Yes, way absolutely. better mass and and his uh, his brow tines are pretty strong and bladed. Brow blade. is. perfect.
1: Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's like a knife. The, the reason I was asking about your old lady, I didn't know if you were kind of giving her the business, like, okay, this buck is really big, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or no. you're in the moment, you're well, focused.
5: You know, like I said, I thought he was a 160s, one fifty eight, one sixty two, somewhere in there. Yeah, with have uh, one trail cam picture you had of him. That's I mean, it. Just right. Just right. Exactly. And a shitty picture at that. Right, right. Yeah. It wasn't a good one. Um, so he, w- I didn't think he was going to be the highest scoring deer I'd shot to that point. Yeah. Right. Um, which maybe that's good because yeah, I'm all so that, that was now. your
1: biggest buck at this whitetail.
5: Um, I killed a 178 a few years ago, and then this one's you know 179 and 78, Damn. so close. But he's a little bit he's awesome. a so wise so much better
0: to go that way versus the opposite. <laughs> like, yeah, I just true, killed a 180, and he ends up being a 162. Oh, for sure, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Well, well, I mean, I've done that. You know, <laughs> going
5: back to the hunt that we skipped over. You know, going out west and seeing these mule deer, these big framey mule deer. Yeah, they screw you up so Holy bad. You bro, come yeah. back and you're like. Oh, that thing's not that big. <laughs> so that's uh, so would
0: that would that would be like the next hunt that you decided to go on?
5: Um, no, actually that was October 4th, 5th somewhere in there. It was like okay. the first week of October. Okay. So
1: I w- I, w- I just wanted to stick on the whitetail thing yep. while we were yep. already on the whitetail thing Sorry, Otherwise, dude. No, you're fine, you're fine. Um, so do we go do we go to the mule deer now and do we come back? Let's no, go to the I'll, mule deer. This is your that. Let's
2: end let's on go. the big boy. Let's go
1: to, Ross is all jacked up on. He, Ross has got a mule deer boner. Yeah, he's right. all worked yeah. up on his mule. I want one. <laughs> he's like, hey, he's, yeah, and he's over here.
2: <laughs> Don't get so I'm, vulgar. Yeah.
0: I'm telling you, man. I want to I hear the story on this so, big old boy.
1: Yeah, so I, I was just whitetail mode. That's why we went straight into the first one. But congratulations. That's we're going to dance. We're going to dance a little bit. I appreciate it. We're going to dance. So, yeah, I'm good with that. This mule deer you brought in is. Framey is all get out, man. Mm. I thought it was yeah.
3: fucking fake when you brought it in. Yeah,
1: it looks like somebody made it. It's giant. It's, it's just huge. Framey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So, obviously, have you hunted mule deer in the past? This is this the first mule deer hunt? Like, what's the layout there?
5: Nah, so um, part of, you know, I touched on being a little bit frustrated with not killing giant whitetails when I felt like I should be back years ago. Yeah. You get a little bit burned out. You want to maybe focus on something else for change, it, bit, up, change break, it up right? a little bit yeah, yep. yeah. so but mule deer have always just been that one thing that's like you see them in a magazine or you see some guy like randy olmer holding some oh, 240 dude. inch oh. velvet giant you're just like i want to do that <laughs> you <know? laughs> why can't i do that that yeah, looks exactly. pretty cool the randy
1: olmer photos i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> man in some the, desert somewhere they're out. they're always wherever. perfect too yeah yep.
5: um so so that kind of got the uh, fire lit for muleys and um went out on a hunt, and, you know, Clint Casper's a badass. <laughs> yeah, he's a stud. <laughs> that no dude, no, no bullshit. Like He's all right. For him to be able to go out there and do it all himself, <laughs> I mean, that's the way to do it for sure if he can do it. He's
0: tougher than whale shit. Yeah, I believe
5: yeah. it. I mean, t- to go into a different unit that – I don't know what kind of homework he's doing on these units, but to say <laughs> – I'm not going to hunt the same unit twice. I'm just going to go explore and yeah. then go and get it done. I will tell Unbelievable.
1: you before Clint killed his, the one, he, the honey almost died on went that one in Colorado or he sent me the onyx information of where he killed that deer. And you would not, I'm not kidding, dude. You would not believe the top of the lines of where he killed that buck. I believe it. it, it is the way up there tightest lines that, and I looked at it, I'm like, dude, I don't think I could physically do that. Like, it would take me a year and a half oh. of cutting weight and then, like, building muscle and hiking, just, like, and yeah. building my it, you Get your endurance. I'm not up. kidding, man. I I should have just zoomed in and screenshot it so you couldn't see any information, just to like pull it up in moments like this. Like, look at the lines here. Um, that dude's and,
3: a freaking animal. Would,
1: Ross, yeah. do you remember when we went to Wyoming yeah. on our black bear hunt and yep. Clinton was in the car with us? Remember, he goes, yeah, remember that rock face I got stuck on? Yeah, it looked like that right there, and it was. And I'm yeah. like, like that? Insane. He goes, yeah, he goes, that's where I shot him, and I got stuck up. There. I feel yeah, like mountain need, goat stuff. Yeah, I feel Those guys goat are stuff. Crazy. You need
0: rock climbing gear in order to get up there. and that. by himself. Yep.
1: If he would have fell, he would have died I for think. sure. Yeah. Well, he hired um, a rock repelling guy to after he hurt his ankle getting down. I don't know if you heard that podcast. He I did, hired I a that one. somebody that a rock climber, a guy who repels and stuff. And the guy was like, Hey, where do you uh they're on their way in? Uh, he paid the dude like I don't know how much to help him get it out. And goes, What uh whatever mountain or whatever canyon or drainage, I don't know the terminology. What what it was it? And he goes, Oh, I killed it over in here and he goes, You gotta be fucking shitting me. He goes, We repel in that area. And yeah, so pretty much the rock climber guy was like, You're dumb. Like you could
3: adopt. <laughs> You're an idiot. So anyway, I, like how the hell did you kind get of a tough there? Spot? Yeah.
5: I don't know. So what it's, I'm saying is, I I don't take quite that approach. <laughs> I mean, Clint's a badass, and I <laughs> I don't think I talk many people him, right? take that approach. No, I mean the do-it-yourself thing, super awesome, and um, would love to do it. Just my life yeah. right now, I don't have that kind of time. So mm-hmm. I've been hiring. I've been going with some outfitters and um, yeah. started out. I went with my dad and a couple guys out to Nebraska. Jeez, eight ten years ago, and we got you know it was one of these why would we pay five grand to this guy when we can pay 1800 to this guy? And yeah, right, you get right. out there and it's like, uh, no, I see that's why we went on this, uh, this wild goose chase out there in Nebraska. And it, I mean, it was pretty country and it was neat and it we yep. went and, um, it was fun, but, uh, ended up finding another guy in Colorado mm. later that year. And, um, I was like, Hey, what's your deal for next year? This and that. And he ends up calling me and he says, uh, Hey, I'm at a uh, oil change shop right now, and I just uh, got a call from a landowner. There's this big mule deer on his place, and we've got a voucher. If you want to come out next week and kill him, we probably could get it done. And I said, count me in. Well, I'm, on I'm on yeah. my yeah. way. I'm on my way. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you so, listen to our
3: podcast for 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
5: so I went out there. That kind of got me into the Colorado mule deer game. And one of the guys that was this guy's guides at mm-hmm. the time um, – guy named jeremy Fiskus who actually has spun off and done his own thing now for a company called sandy hills hunt company Mm -hmm. and you know some guys like i'm sure all of you guys from what i know fall into this category but some guys are just killers Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i mean jeremy is a fucking killer yeah he's killed 240 plus 250 inch 250 inch mule deer pull up his website he's unbelievable and
1: He's like a Colorado Devin Leonard then, our Mm -hmm. buddy that's like that in in Utah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I mean, just year after year after year, gets it done with the bow. Unbelievable. And so when he started his thing, he was like, you know, I've got spots. If you want to come out and do it, you know, let's do it. And I said, yeah, Yeah. let's do it. And so I've been going out there with him for four or five years. And uh, the last three, he's had me with uh, one of his buddies, Neil, as my guide. And we just hit it off well. And we've gotten it done all three years. So awesome. this is actually my fourth Muley. No kidding. Nice. Yeah. nice. Yeah. But frame-wise, this one puts the other ones.
1: Is it, he the biggest score-wise, I guess?
5: <sighs> you know what's funny is all of them score like 183 to 185. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. I can't complain about that. But they're all so different, though. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. perfect. Yeah.
1: See, that's, that's what is cool. Like There's different – I mean, you can categorize Whitetails and different frames, sure. looks, and all that. But I feel like Muleys, it's more consistent to – like what their frame does i don't know oh yeah does that makes sense like it does you have to just have wide framey suckers that just blow your mind it's hard to wrap your head around around a rack that looks like that pull that sucker up man. you know the
0: two the twos the twos and threes count a lot with those big splits yeah but then but then you throw a spread on it <laughs> oh like gosh, that like God. you got you gotta tell me what the spread is on that thing
5: I wish I. Knew. I mean, I don't even know. Those guys put the tape to it when okay. we were uh, cleaning yeah. him up. So I didn't. I didn't even catch what the spread is. But it's got to be twenty five. It. Oh, it's got to be at least that buck's got to
1: be. I don't know. Two six. <sighs> oh I mean, it's, that buck's probably twenty eight inside. Yeah, I was man. Say. he's and, he's over twenty five. I wide. got white tails that do just a touch over twenty, and he's he's wide. Yeah. He's wide.
2: wide as shit. Um, <laughs> Huge twos and <with> threes <laughs> inside so let's Inside talk, a 180 inch deer. So let's
1: <laughs> talk about this. I mean, how did you know about this buck going in with this guy? Or yeah, so
5: um, like I said, I'm kind of buddies with Neil down, so he'll shoot me pictures all summer long, like, hey, check out these deer yeah, yeah. and, that. and um, the different spots. Th- these guys are professionals that are on them all year long. They live and live it. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing is, you know, I don't, like like I was saying, Clint, Clint's doing an amazing thing. And I just, I wish I had the time to do that, but I just don't. So I go yeah, out with these yeah. guys and, If I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take the time, I want to be hunting deer. I don't want to be trying to find deer. Trying to find deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: you cut a lot of, I don't want to say waste, but yeah, a lot of time learning and then trying to find deer on ground you're unfamiliar with. Because you don't have time to do it. So,
5: I mean, I don't sit here and say I'm a good mule deer hunter i go with really good guys that mm-hmm. get me in position to make a shot. That's pretty much what it boils down to. Hey, dude. That's all right. Why dude. not? But it's fun. It's, a, it's yeah, a Absolutely, fun. it's fun. And, you know, the thing is out there, it's all spot and stock. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you're sitting there watching them in the fields and go lay down in these little sand hills, and yeah. then you put a sneak on them. Absolutely. I'm telling you what, chasing
3: mealy's is, dude, it's fun. It's so freaking awesome.
5: And, you know, I don't care if it's a 140 or a 180, like, just getting on the ground and crawling through grass yeah. that's like six oh, yeah. inches tall and trying yeah. to creep and oh, make a yeah. game plan. It's, like, so these, these deer that we, that this buck was with two other big bucks that weren't quite as big as him, a couple of small bucks and then like 30 does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Those They're, are the killers. Yeah, they A were out. eyes out there. For A sure. eyeballs. And they were out feeding in this sorghum patch that was about, you know, maybe not quite waist high. Mm-hmm. So you'd look out there and you'd see all these doe heads and then just like three giant racks, mm-hmm. and you'd just be able to watch them from two miles away. <laughs> That's classic
1: eastern Colorado in my head when I think of mule deer. I think of sorghum fields. Absolutely. Like, yeah.
5: And so these deer were out there feeding in them overnight, and then we'd watch them in the morning line out, out of this field, and they go into these uh sand hills, and mm-hmm. like we could watch mm-hmm. them to a point, and you'd see them drop in, and it's like okay, if they come out, if they keep going, you'd see them come out the bottom, mm-hmm. and if they didn't, then you're like okay, they're bedded in there somewhere. Don't be there in the right? morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, then you go get them, and oh, so yeah. they're oh, going yeah. to bed down. that That's the difference, you know. Is yep, you're picking out a deer, and you're saying we're going to go kill that deer. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's fun. Following back yeah. to his bed, and that's it. Shot. Exactly, it's just yep. action that's it all the time yeah yeah so we dropped into this uh this spot where they were all bedded at about nine o'clock in the morning we let them all get laid down and and get Mm -hmm. calmed down and it was pushing it a little bit we'd been on this we'd been on this deer for two days um we had an encounter with a different buck earlier in the hunt that Mm -hmm. we we ended up losing him and we decided to go a different path Mm -hmm. and so we drop in there and like i said there's you know 25 30 deer in this in this little bowl that are all bedded in this grass and we ended up blowing out every single deer except for this buck no shit yeah and um got to 55 yards from him and uh, he stood up and uh took a shot at him and you know my guy's right there next to me and we're ranging him and, and the thing is they're bedded right so you get in position yeah and then you're waiting for him to stand up and i mean we were in absolute perfect spot and this deer, all you can see is this frame sticking up above the sand. You're staring at it the whole time, it's just, moving, yeah. just moving around Ugh. for like thirty minutes. We're just sitting there waiting for him to stand, and like Man. you said, it's just like. Okay,
1: question for you then: Yeah, are you calm now at this point? Because it's a it's a mule deer. You've got money. I mean, You've you got, got time. That frame just in that frame, um, or you know what I mean? Are you are you whitetail giant calm? Like you prepared for the moment, or is the unique circumstance got you out of your?
5: Well, if, let's back up for a second. So I get out there the first day, the first morning. There's another buck that we were going after, and we ended up betting him in some some um, sagebrush that was about shoulder high. Yeah. And we ended up sneaking to him, and uh, we got 50 yards, and that's kind of the distance. They don't like to get too much closer than. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And um and and I'm ready for that. You know, we go out there and yeah. and so I get out there. Did, shame on me! Didn't take didn't take any time to practice. We just grabbed the bow, went out there, get this deer bedded, get on him. He stands up he's looking right at me and um neil's going if you want to shoot this deer you better shoot mm-hmm. and he goes if you want to thump and so uh you know the second time he says that i let her fly because i was just like pin on his on his right on his throat patch yeah let it rip and you just see my arrow just like fishtail through the middle of his rack
4: mm-hmm. and i'm like
5: what the fuck is going on so we go back to his shop and uh he he he's a Big time bow tech. He knows all that stuff, and, yeah. and we were looking at my bow, and the cams are out of timing. Oh, so man. he uh, he adjusted all my stuff. We went out the next day, shot about a hundred arrows, <laughs> got to feeling really good, and um, then we went back out, and and then, you know, fast forward two days later, here we are, inside a sixty on this buck. Yeah, yeah. And so I wasn't nervous. Like I'd shot enough, got the confidence back that I was like, okay, we're just going to drill this thing. Yeah. And so he stands up. And I put my fifty a little bit high on him, and uh, let it rip. And Neil goes, "Oh, you fucking smoked him!" Mm-hmm. And the deer—he had no clue. He pops out, walks like two steps, and he's just looking back at us
1: after he'd already been shot.
5: After I'd shot, and I go, "Give me another arrow! Give me another arrow!" He's like, "You smoked him!" I go, "Give me another arrow!" So I drop, I draw, I, I knock another arrow, draw again, let it fly, and then you just hear thump, and he takes off. And I'm like fucking in it's just an adrenaline yeah dump. Oh, <laughs> no. it's yeah. just like holy shit when you're in that
3: moment before you shoot you don't feel that adrenaline then once it lights go and it hits it then it all hits you at once that's yeah. exactly
5: right but but so you know as far as being nervous when that deer was standing up that's the one thing about these mule deer hunts when you get in there if the deer don't know you're there and you got time yeah like if you get in there and then you're just like okay i just knocked near. i'm gonna kneel down oh shit he's standing up it'd probably be a little more stressful. Mm-hmm, but when you mm-hmm. get in there and you're like, okay, he's 52 yards, 56 yards, whatever, you know, whatever the situation is, yeah. and you go, he's going to stand. His body's going to be right there. I'm going to put my green pin right, here, you know, because I yeah. shoot five pins. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so like I'm going to put this pin right there. I'm going to hold my – this is how it's going to go down. You're, you you're calc- visualize it. You're calculated. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. just you, you visualize it. Yeah. And, and when I'm on those hunts, at least for me, that's all I'm doing is just replaying that shot that I think is coming in my I mean, head yeah. over yep. and over and yep. over. When you
1: did it all the way out there on the dry, right. you know what I mean? Like right. you're doing it weeks up in your head. That that goes a long way. I think mental visualization on how a hunt is going to go down in yep. your head. I, and I and another
0: thing, uh, mule deer are more apt to stand there and look at you. If they catch you, no question, they'll stand there and look at you and you, you can hit them with a range finder. You can adjust your sight. You can go to full draw. As long as you're moving slow, they'll just sit there and look at you. Like, what the hell is that? I mean, they give you a lot more time than a whitetail. Oh, I think.
5: yeah, it's not even close for here, me it's and Eric, Totally different. Uh,
2: my like my guide Corey Pearson like almost ate me up more because he's like, we're about to go sneak in on. He's like, oh, we're fucking killing him. And, like, and then I was like, oh shit, like it's happening. Like, I'm about to do this. So I was I was pumped up when I did it. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. because yeah, well, you guys killed your mules in Nebraska. Yeah, and yep. the guy the guy like pumped me. up. He's like, oh, we're fucking. He's done. And I'm like, oh shit. Well, and that's how mine, mine <laughs> was.
3: Mine popped up out of his bed and and then we were up on a ridge above him and he just sat there and looked at us and i i drew back i was already draw back and he pops up and i run a kisser button you know and for some reason i don't know what happened i couldn't find it
1: because the angle or something yeah, yeah like, you were i was like straight down, down. Yeah.
3: and then finally i shot and i smoked him like he ran yeah. 15 yards and died and cory cory our guy looked over me goes what the
1: fuck were you doing? <laughs> he goes,
3: I thought that deer was gonna run away. You sit there forever.
1: <laughs> well, you got to take your time, man. Oh, the has yeah. oh, missing yeah. one and, and yeah. drilling it like you, but did. Like yeah, you said. I mean, though you can get away with it on a muley. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can get away with it. It's a, a little different. But so, so uh, the
5: fir- the with Neil, the first three years. This was the third year I'd been out there. The first two years we killed the second day both years on nice deer, and so it was like, hey, you know what? Let's I don't want to just go out there and shoot a deer. Let's film this. Let's get it. Let's do something a little bit more, you know. Yeah. So that first buck we went on, we uh we were filming that and so we got that wild shot on film and mm-hmm. then we did a sneak on this deer um the day before I killed him and it didn't go well. And so then when we had this deer bedded the next day, I said, "Leave that fucking camera in the truck. <laughs> <We> gotta, <laughs> Let's we go gotta, kill this guy." <laughs> Nothing fucking jinxed it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm done
0: exactly.
1: fucking around. <laughs> exactly. We gotta seal the deal. Leave the camera. Yeah, out yeah, exactly. of the city. Yeah, fuck that camera, man. That's right. That's right.
5: So, so we got him killed and and uh, head back to Illinois. And then the funny thing is, so I've got a 11 year old daughter, Georgia, that. First year, she wanted to go hunting. Like she's been out in the blind with me a bunch. Yeah. Um. Her seven-year-old sister Hattie. She hasn't been out a ton, but she's been a few times too. But mm-hmm. so Georgia wanted to go hunting this year, and I said, okay, let's do it. So you, coming back like October sixth, seventh, somewhere in there, youth season's coming up that weekend, right? So I come home and I'm going around. I'm checking all the cameras. And on the south side of my farm, I've got this food plot that um there's a there's a gate hole coming out of the timber and a lot of deer walk through there well i've got a camera up right there and i checked this camera and the big one has been coming out september 30th october 1st october 2nd 3rd 4th
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: between 4 30 in the afternoon 5 30 in the afternoon oh. every single day
1: go we're in the money here
5: i'm like do i because i'm thinking he's a 180s deer i'm going do i take georgian and runer let her shoot this deer her first deer like ruin her yeah. never yeah. get another deer like that yeah. ever in her what life. what a thing
1: to contemplate it's like right mm. yeah right
5: so i was just like do i, I have any other spots oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so we ended up going to a couple of different spots where she same type of deal you know yeah yeah let's go get let's go where we know we're gonna see a bunch of deer make it fun yeah, yeah. right you know right, and right. so we did that instead and i kind of laid off this deer and, and or the bigger deer and and uh, ended up shooting the one we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then you guys remember it got kind of hot in the first week in November. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So nope. I, uh, yeah, in November. Yep. Yeah. It got hot. Yep. So I kind of laid off of them for a little bit and um, had the girls that weekend, uh, that first weekend in November, and then I had some more buddies coming in that second weekend, and um, you know after I'd shot that deer, the first deer, the 180 deer, when I shot him October 30th. That next night, I didn't hunt because I wanted to get some pictures with him. Mm-hmm. So I got the pictures done, and then I went out Sunday morning, and that deer with the long main beams actually came in. And um, it was a real crazy deal where first, it was the first time I'd had a shot at him in three years of chasing him. He came in one time late season in a food plot and just didn't give me a shot. But mm-hmm. um, this, was the, this was the first time I'd seen him where I actually could get an arrow in him. And he was with a doe and it was a really windy morning and um, I was watching a bunch of deer off to one side and I turned around and looked back and I'm in the middle of the timber, just deep in the timber. Yeah. And I turn around and he's like 50 yards away with this doe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh shit, there's the big one. Like in his, his tines are spaced out really far on his main beams. Mm-hmm. So it was really easy to recognize him. Oh, like yeah. you knew
3: right away that was him instantly, yep. you know? And I'm like, he's shit. pretty recognizable <laughs> <laughs> for
5: sure. Yeah. And, uh, and this doe, she just kind of meanders over, walks 20 yards, broadside, goes over, cuts, gets down on the trail and, and like, passes me. And I'm like, sweet, she she cleared. Now he's going to follow right behind her.
0: This is going to be a chip. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. And so
5: he comes down, and instead of, like, veering out to the right, he takes a hard left and kind of, like, walks behind me. Mm-hmm. And I'm drawn. And, and I mean, he's, around you. Yeah, he's inside of 30, you know. So I'm, like, drawn, and he's moving, coming kind of towards me. And I'm like, bleating at her like like bah, bah, you know stop hey hey and he didn't even give a shit he just kept walking yep and there was like some uh honeysuckle behind me little bush yep. honeysuckle and he gets behind there and so i let back down the doe like i'm between him and the doe mm-hmm. and he's like eight yards away but behind this big oh, piece of brush man. Shit. and he lets out like four of these like deep 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 grunts and um, I'm like, that's pretty cool. And then he pops out. And- <laughs> hey, that's cool. How neat is that? That's yeah. pretty neat. That's yeah. neat. <laughs> and so then he pops out onto this trail, and, and I draw, and he stops and he's looking up this path at the doe. And I'm thinking, okay, he's probably 30. So I, and I have to cut, ca- there's a branch in front of him. So I have to like dip down a little bit. Yep. And yeah. And yeah. I'm trying to rush the shot because I'm like, this is the deer I've been after for three years. I got to get it in him. And so 30, pin right on his shoulder, let it go. And it's just this thump and uh, zero penetration, Mm. and the doe runs off, he runs over to the doe, they stand there, they look back at me, and um, then they run down into the bottom. And I'm going shit. I didn't. I I hit the shoulder. There's no question. About right. It. And right. it wasn't like the the uh, the scapula. It's like that bone that comes off the scapula. Yeah. Part.
1: Yep. It's almost like part of his leg bone. In a way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That short one that kind of very runs. very hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of give there.
5: No. So I got down, went over, found my arrow, and actually the shaft, the the shaft in, the end where you the, the insert. insert is. Yeah. Yep. Like the arrow like split, and. Yep. um
3: it's like when you shoot Doris. You show that shoot a steel target. When you shoot a yeah. steel Absol- target.
5: That's exactly yeah.
1: right. It's like a, you got a, a carbon paintbrush. That's exactly right.
5: <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> uh, nothing that happens,
2: nothing more, that. more that tells you that you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Look at that. It, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, Survey <sighs> says. What a, sink, what a sinking <laughs> feeling.
5: Oh, it was terrible. And so, you know, I'm sitting there going, fuck, I could have shot 280 inch deer in the same weekend. Just, well, I did shoot him. I just didn't recover both of them. Right, right. But we gave him four hours and uh, came back out and then ended up getting on his blood trail and trailed him about close to a half a mile and um, we were still coming across fresh blood. And I was like, you know, we're pushing him and he's alive. Probably want to just leave him alone. He is circling back into the middle of the farm. And I was Mm. like, we'll just let him be. And uh, I'll just try to get on him later this year. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of my plan was um, again, to just hunt those areas in the mornings. Right. And then try to go out on the edges and shoot some does in the afternoons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that, like I said, that was November 1st. I think it was whatever that Sunday morning was. And, um, kind of laid off of it for a couple of weeks, and then I had a couple other buddies coming in town that uh, second weekend of November. And a friend of mine shot a nice eight-point Thursday, Thursday afternoon, mm-hmm. or maybe it was Friday morning. Either way, he shot one. Uh, we got that out of the woods, and then we were going to go hunting that evening, and same deal, I was going to go shoot a doe. And um, whatever the wind was I, was, I was, I knew where I wanted to go. And when we were leaving the cabin... Because this deer that I shot last year, he was a typical, which I guess you'd call him a typical 11 point six on one side, five on the other. Everything came off the main beam. There was no non typical points. Right. And I figured him to be a mid 160s deer. <clears throat> and uh, this year, he's got that forked G2 on the left. And I was like, man, if he could just grow that off of his main beam, he'd really be something. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. You know? yeah. And so. Um, I was kind of torn on, do I really want to try to kill this deer or not? And so I was kind of staying away from his spots. And this was kind of a a little bit in his range type of area where I was headed. Gotcha. And it was a spot I hadn't hunted yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I told my buddy, I was just like, hey, uh, I hope I don't have to make a decision on whether or not to shoot a 180 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Tough out here. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, just kind of joking more than anything. He calls but, his shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, well, I was like, oh, I just listened to the Casey's Pizza Challenge one, too. I was like, what are Casey's in that? Yeah,
1: I want to. that'd be awesome. Do the Casey's Pizza Challenge, kill a giant, and then message it to Kurt and tell him he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I would have loved wanna, you. I would have loved that, by the way. Sure.
5: So I go down there, again, sitting in a ground blind and um, a bunch of do- – I mean, this food plot, you know, I've kind of figured out recently. I've been playing around with it a lot. But I've kind of figured out how I like to set up my food plots to where I've got a strip of um, switchgrass around the perimeter of it to kind of hide them. You yeah, know, yeah. Give them a little bit of feeling of security. Yeah. And so, what I like to do is I'll drive past the food plot to where deer can see me in the truck, and if anything's in the food plot, it'll run them out, and then I can park and get in before they come back out. Right, mm-hmm. just sneak right in there. Try to, yeah.
1: Yeah, smart.
5: Well. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But yep. I'd rather spook them with a vehicle than walking. Oh, absolutely. You know? Stuff
1: they've never been ran by down by. or Exactly.
5: They yeah. know once they get in the trees, they're safe. Yeah. And so so I drove through. Nothing was in the food plot. And I was like, all right, great. So I, I go and I park and I get in the, the blind. And um, I'd actually just set the blind in there the week before. And I really didn't clear out any of the brush that was in there with it. Mm-hmm. So I had one of those like. Battery operated hedge trimmers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I was just Are you talking like about a
1: ground blind or like an elevated blind. No, nope, just like a pop up ground blind. Gotcha. Okay.
5: Um, and so I'm in there doing the the hedge trimmers, just going, <laughs> you know, and I'm, playing, I'm I'm cutting all this switchgrass and throwing it out of the blind and. And I'm I not how, trying to be quiet. Not at all. No. I mean, <laughs> right. it was a little bit windy, so I wasn't worried about it. But yeah, yeah, but it was like not trying to be stealthy. No. And I was trying to get it done before anything showed up. Right. Yeah. Is that the
3: craziest thing? though? Like I did that this year. I went into a stand. I hadn't hunted and I had to trim some stuff. and I'm making all kinds of racket. Yeah. And I look over and there's a 110 inch. He like, he must've heard me moving around and shit. And he's just sitting there staring at me. Yeah, well, some of that crazy. stuff, like
1: with a saw or something like that, it's not like, it'd be worse if you were talking. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, like, totally. you're, you're better off to just almost rip the band aid off, hurry up and just get this shit over with. I had,
3: like, a handsaw. Like, I'm sawing with, like, just wrestling yeah. leaves yeah. and
1: all kind. Of, he probably thought I was another. Brother. I know a lot of guys who've killed, who's killed deer, um, a guy who killed a few really, like, studs trimming shooting lanes and have his bow tied up to his pull rope and shoot him while he's trimming shooting lines because i hear that oh yeah yep. but anyway, yeah I, don't, I know what you're saying you're Sorry. trying to just like get it over with and yeah
5: so i, was just, <laughs> I wasn't being stealthy at all and, yeah and, and i'm i'm running that thing and, and i uh i get it cleared out to where i can move my feet around a little bit or reposition if i need to and something comes out and yeah and then i look up and two does walk out almost instantly and i'm just like <laughs> okay that's good and um i'm sitting there thinking tonight's tonight i'm gonna shoot a doe right mm-hmm. and about I don't know what it was, 15 does or something come out. And and this is a food plot that's just under an acre. And so it's about 100 yards from where I'm sitting to the edge of the timber. And mm-hmm. it's about 80 yards wide. And uh, these does come out and they, they just feed close to the timber and they're slowly working their way across. Yeah. But they're all the way down to the left. So they're, you know, 75, 80 yards away from me. Mm-hmm. And as the evening's going, some smaller bucks start showing up. And there was this one buck that he broke his main beam off. He's probably a three-year-old, and he's just everywhere on the farm this year. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he pops out, and he's, he's chasing them life. around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Big time. And uh, he's he's out there chasing them around. And, and it's just a typical mid-November food plot hunt where things are just coming and going. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I'm just trying to pick out which doe I want. And uh, they kind of get to the point where the bigger does are in the back. And so all the little ones feed up, and they're like 20 yards in front of me. Mm -hmm. And the big ones are probably 35 or 40. And it's like, if it's a doe and they're not in a hurry, I'm just going to take an 18-yard chip shot with me, give it to me or whatever. And so it's getting towards evening. The sun's getting down a little bit. And plenty of light left, though. Um, A little doe pops out, and then a really big doe popped out. And I was like, ooh. That's a real that doe's way bigger than the rest of them. I'm gonna wait for her to come thick old girl, right? Yeah, right. And so she's halfway across the field, and uh, and then the big deer comes out, the buck comes out, and I go, "This isn't a doe hunt anymore." <laughs> 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 Funny how, real that, quick, yeah, right.
1: <laughs> so uh, did you did he just did you look over and he was there? Or did like you see his rack first, or did he? How he was just
5: it? walking out of the timber, like yeah. I, I mean, you can't help but see his rack first, um, <laughs> right? And a couple buddies have asked me about it, like what did he look like? What was it like? You know this and that and. The best way I can describe it is like, if you guys remember watching those shows where guys are down there in Texas and they're in those, you know, big shooting lanes yeah. and 150 inch deer comes out and he just looks so much bigger than every other deer. Yeah. It's like that, except it's not a Texas deer. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a world
1: class whitetail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right.
5: Yeah. So he, he comes out and I'm just like, oh my God, he's really big and, um, he's making his way. I mean, the ball of does is literally right in front of my stand, or mm-hmm. my, my blind. Yeah. And uh, he makes his way across the field. And, again, I just get in that zone where I'm just like rangefinder up, shooting every single doe. Which one's he going to come over and try to, you know, check out? Yeah. I want to. I just, as soon as he's inside of 40, I'm definitely going to rip You want to be ready. I'm ready. And um, he gets three-fourths of the way across the field, and this little two-year-old buck pops out right where he came. And this deer sprints past him and blows every single doe up. And it's just, oh. like, chaos in the field for, like, 30 oh, seconds. Man. And I'm like, oh, shit, what's going to happen now? Well, that little buck stops, like, 28 yards in front of the blind. And the big one just lays his ears back and, like, stiff leg walks right over <laughs> towards him. You bitch. What'd yeah. you do? <laughs> yeah.
3: You were yeah. running that scenario through your head, were you? Not quite. No. <laughs> <laughs> but
5: uh, when he got to about 28, I let him have it. And... um hit him in the shoulder, and looked like I got about half of my arrow penetrated in him. Yeah. And he just ran straight back across the field. And um, there was a bunch, you know, the buck, the little buck had scattered them all. So there's deer literally every direction from the blind out in front of me. Yeah. And this buck runs across, and uh, he stops on the other side of the field. And I actually pulled up my phone, and I'm like videoing him as he's standing there. And I'm going, if he's standing there, I better get another arrow in him. So I just throw my phone down. Get my rangefinder up. He's like seventy-eight yards. I'm like, shit. That's that's a little bit of a poke for me. I don't. I'm not pinned to seventy-eight. You yeah, know? yeah. I'm like, can I stack the pins? Can I try to get this? You know, if he's gonna walk off, I want to at least give it a shot to get another arrow. Yeah, round.
1: right, right. Yeah, at this point, it's like you've already shot him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and so just I had to make sure the people not half paying attention. He's already been shot. Yeah, he, yeah, he's
5: he's bleeding, and he's he's his head is low. He's hurt bad. Get another you know? arrow of him if you Absolutely. can. Absolutely, yeah. that's that's my philosophy. You got to try, right? Hey, if he's standing there, yeah, for so sure. I'm so I'm you know I'm getting another arrow out of my quiver. I'm knocking it, and I'm range finding him. And next thing I know, he starts walking to my left, and a little doe is out there, and she walks right in front of me, like comes back to me, and he's just like every step is a big limp. You mm-hmm. know, and he walks right back to 25 yards and I drilled him again. Holy oh, no. Are you kidding? Swear to God. Holy and he didn't make it out of the field. Double shit. longed him. He ran about 50 yards and piled up. Holy Dang. cow. Unbelievable. What? Yeah.
2: So he was. He was shoulder shot. Shoulder shot. And but just, it was
5: lethal. I mean, OK. Yeah. The first it, shot was, lethal. The, yeah, the first shot was an, absolutely a half an arrow in him, right? Yeah, so, yeah he's half arrow. definitely did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So
1: you're like in offside shoulder at this point pretty much.
3: Yeah, exactly. It like. wow. He's hurting, and he's still going after does. Correct. That's dedicated. Hey. Yep.
5: But, you know, that little one came in there and, and got everything all screwed up, and it's like, did he think, oh, another buck just came and poked me? Like Maybe. Nobody knew what was going on exactly. That's awesome. And, wow. Uh, yeah, wild.
1: Had his mindset like the right way oh, yeah. for him to come back.
5: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Dude, if oh man, that is bad ass.
3: Man, that, that two
2: and a half year old snuck up on me. I don't know where
3: he went. But. Yeah, it's like yeah, he's ninja I, I, I bet you that'll never happen to you again.
5: <laughs> I guarantee you it won't. I mean, that's just insane. I've never that's gotten a fucking sh- crazy. So what are you thinking when he when he comes back? Are you like? I'm like let him come. He's walking this way. Right, I'm just going right. to let him come. And you know, at, same at that, thing. You know, you're in that mindset where you're still so zoned in on what's going on you, like oh, yeah. Yeah. you hammered
0: or, him on the first one. Yeah. And now you're coming, he's coming back in for another hand. At that point, I would be like
3: this is not happening. That, well <laughs> like, like, kind of a not, little bit that was
5: running in the back, you know, but it's, it's just like, like okay, how close is he going to get? You got to inside yeah. of 30, you got to Were you were you oh. amped up then though? Like when he's walking back? Yeah. I, I mean, still in the zone. I was, it was like Jordan shooting free throws down to Game Seven. You know? oh, yeah. I mean, like, you're just like, it's <laughs> that's yeah. a good
1: analogy. Well, I mean, think he's already done the hardest part is getting the initial shot yeah out. Right, right. Now it's right. follow up finish and, it. and finish it. Right yeah, yeah. Yeah. now exactly. he's now he's saying you want another one, yeah, bro. Pass him that's fine. The, or come pass on him back. Back. the ball, yeah. dude. Yeah. So come in, smoke him again. How far is he run?
5: 40, 50 yards, and, and you see and, him go down. Oh yeah, I saw him go down. I saw him. He just walks over to the edge of the food, uh, runs, and as he's running, you can just see blood spraying out both oh, sides. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude mm-hmm. is done. And you are um, fucked. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You what do so you say, Ross?
1: You were so this fucked. deer is so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was over so at that point. So I want to know about like. The walk up on this thing because this thing is this is what white tail dreams are made of absolutely
5: yeah so like I said I was thinking he's a 180s deer right Mm -hmm. and like that was my dream was to kill a 180 class gross typical white tail deer yeah and so I am already like this this is like one of those days that you just don't get enough of in your life like I got to take this in Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. by myself so I ended up actually I called Rachel and I was just like I killed the big one and she's like way to go awesome enjoy it you know call yeah, me yeah. later see you later and i was like yep <laughs> yeah and uh, and then i actually i called my dad and i was like hey because uh, we work together too and you know this is a friday afternoon and i'm like hey thanks for letting me chase my dreams because i just uh, i just killed a fucking giant, <laughs> 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 my <bucking> giant. <laughs> and he's like yeah yeah okay good job uh-huh and then i texted him a picture and he's like wow that is a really Whoa. big deal <laughs> okay <laughs> hey you <Yeah>. are shitting <laughs> yeah exactly so so no it was cool you know i had that um like I, one of the things that's great about deer hunting, um, is the camaraderie. You mm-hmm. know, is being oh, yeah. around buddies, the and people get, you meet, and everything. Like, yeah, yep. absolutely. You know, I don't know that I've met any bad guys that are serious whitetail hunters. You know, they're all to be honest, pretty honest. Yeah, that's why dudes. we
3: all started this podcast for you know, sure. Just kind yeah. of to get together every week and bullshit about
5: hunting. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but so I had Josh and uh, my buddy Nick were both out there in different spots. And um, it was cool that I was by myself, and I got to go up, and I got to sit there and have a minute with this deer, and um, just be like, "This is real." Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It was really fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. And so then, you know, th- I got to ask you
1: something. Yeah. Because I know I I would do this, and there's no shame in it. Did you cry? I didn't cry. You didn't? No. No. I kind. I mean, I would have.
5: I've lost some really close people in my life. My brother died a few years back, and uh, my grand both my grandpas, and it was just like one of those things where. When really big things happen in your life, you just feel like a connection of, like, how the fuck did a 200 inch class deer come out? I get an arrow in him, and then he comes back and I shoot him again. Like, right, that's right. not an accident. Yeah, like, right. There's some energy there that's yeah. influencing stuff. There's so try a
3: lot of shit run through your head at
1: this
5: point. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Um, I have
1: to think, though, that you sat there and didn't say anything or for a little while.
3: Oh, like, totally. To yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah, like you said, you know, it's just like, man, did this really just happen? Right, you know, right. You're it, trying it, to
3: take everything in at this moment. Absolutely. You put your hand on this Yeah, well, Absolutely,
5: yep. you know. And going yeah. back to that first big one, I killed that 160-some, um, just rushed through that whole process, you know. Yeah. Hurry up and get him out of here. And, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, all right, we got him. Let's get him in the truck. Let's go. Yeah, oh, high fives and this and that. and, and But then no pictures, no looking back going. Yep. You know that five minutes that I just sat there and just looked at that deer that was really cool. Like I didn't do any of that with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So not doing it and realizing that I didn't do it mm-hmm. since then has made me appreciate the deer that I kill a little bit more now. That's really cool, right, man. Right. That's yeah. really
1: cool. Yeah, I'm all about that too, man. Tumbling, like, you know. If a buddy calls me like, dude, I just shot a giant or shot the big one. I'm like, dude, take in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. um, don't, like don't rush down and go and get them. Like, call everybody you want to call right now. That's like, right. And, Celebrate, and live it up. Like, live it up. Get down and then take a deep breath. Like, I took a video the first book i shot this year i took a video of me just walk i didn't even do nothing with it just for my yeah. own personal thing of me walking like man right now like i'm the happiest as i get yep. because this is what i live for these moments they're so rare absolutely and they can only happen a couple times a year and i'm in what depends on what state you live in it can only happen once a year that's right, right. and right. you're right. just you know? engraving
0: that moment into your mind like, yeah that was like
2: the, exactly so the big one right. i shot me and eric fucked around for like what 20 minutes just Staring at him. Yeah. Oh just yeah, just him. sitting there and staring at like, him. Holy like,
1: shit! Yeah, I honestly think, and and maybe this is what you did. Like, if I shot, this is literally what white something, tail dreams yeah, are made like of. That. I yeah. think I would lay down next to the thing and just like deep breath until I could just be like, man, I can't even, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Where am
2: if I, I
5: <laughs> shot this deer,
3: I'd sit down next to. I couldn't even put hands on it right away. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. No, I, I just left you him sit there for there a little and bit and just was like. And, take everything
5: yeah in. give him his space for a minute yeah you know, just realize yeah. exactly what's going on yep and i mean i got up and then i just went back to the blind and i was like did he really loop over there and come back in and like so i followed his blood trail out and i stood where he was standing and kind of it right back in look yeah. look like, back at your blind just kind yeah, of like what well, was he looking at and like, i've got yeah. a picture actually of him laying before i even touched him in in the field where you can see the blind in the background and oh, cool uh, it's it's pretty neat to me you know i just i know everything about that picture. yeah no that's very special yeah absolutely so (laughs) so i i do all that and i get i get right with everything and then i uh i jump in the truck and it's probably getting to where it's probably sunset but there's 15 20 minutes of shooting light left and uh josh was in this stand that is in the corner of this field that i can drive to and so I just come tearing across the field. <laughs> there you <Bucket>. go. <laughs> your buddy Josh. Probably like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, so Sorry, he gets, um, pal. he's like, so What's he, going he didn't on? know you shot it. He didn't know I shot that deer. I didn't tell anybody. No, I Fuck pulled yeah. up and I was like, "Hey, man, you seen any deer?" He's like, "Yeah, he just blew like thirty out of the field." What are you talking about? You like, just pull up to his stand and roll
3: down the window. <laughs> yeah. what, are you do- what are you doing?
2: Blaring like ACDC or something.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah
5: that <would> be perfect.
1: <laughs> what are you doing up there? Dude, I was honestly going to say that, joking around, but I'm so glad
3: you actually. That's hilarious. Did. <laughs>
5: Absolutely. So so he jumps What's up, in. Pussy? And, yeah. And so he jumps in and. Uh, I he's just like, hope
3: if one of these guys here if I shoot this caliber deer that's happened to one of you
1: guys. I wouldn't <laughs> expect anything less and I would hope you do it.
5: <laughs> Absolutely. Um so he gets in and, and he's like what's going on and I'm like uh oh, you know.
1: a uh, kind
0: of a big deal.
5: Yeah, we got one on I the shot ground. A doe. I was like we got one on the ground. He's like all right, cool. And I'm like yep, it is cool and didn't really want to feel like just let them up. know. I didn't yeah. show them any pictures, didn't tell them what deer was or anything like that and then it came back and and I was like, let's go uh, let's go shoot it. Let's go grab him. And they're like, which one did you get? And I go, the fork G2. They're like, what? I was like, yep. And and again, the whole time, all summer and everything, the pictures of this deer, I'm saying, he's a, he's probably going to make 180. That's yeah. what I'm guessing. And the mass kind of throws you off. The spread throws you off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, um, he, he doesn't photograph well as a live deer, but he's just enormous. Um, Should so, we
1: break him down? Oh, I, I want you to finish your story. But I yeah. do want to break him down of what he is
5: for the yeah, listeners. We'll see sure. the cover art and yeah. stuff, but... So, um, we had to move the other uh, 30 pack. So, where this deer died, we could drive the truck right to him. Mm-hmm. So, we get back out there and it's dark now. And, um, we get out there, we drive up to him. And the guys, we get out, we walk up to him. And, like, nobody said a word for like two minutes. We're just stand- literally like two minutes. They're just like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, that thing is enormous. And then we just started taking pictures and yeah, we got him in the truck and took him back. And, and then, um, you know even looking at him on the ground i'm like man he may he may be he may be 190 and um you know i'm not a certified scorer but i yeah. think i'm within an inch or two yeah um, yeah and so uh so we get back to the to the cabin and we get a tape out and we're we're writing the numbers down and go inside and start adding them up and i'm like holy shit oh, fuck. you know <laughs> holy just keeps shit. going up and up and up <laughs> yeah yeah i mean this the the right antler the right antler score is 93 and change oh, as a typical. <laughs> yeah. A as a typical. And he's and got 21 inside spread. And you know there's 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 dozens of deer, maybe hundreds of deer that have been killed where you can say if this or if that he could have been a world record right? Yeah. Well, if if this deer matched his right side with if his left side matched his right he'd be 206 and change the mm-hmm. almost a perfect world record. record. It would be a Pope and young world record. I mean, this yeah, right Pope here, and young
1: world record. You're right.
5: Yeah. You're
3: right. It's almost two different deer on each side. Yeah. Of the that's right. It is. Yeah.
1: So let's break him down yep. as far as like what he is. His, let's go with his right side first.
3: Yep.
5: He's, uh, he's got seven typical points. Um, and that's pretty much all you can say. I mean, he's just <laughs> a big, he's tall, straight up picket fence. Man. Yeah. Picket he's, a, fence. he's a picket fence. And, and you know, the thing about this deer is he's, got great mass and he just carries all it all the
1: way well out. And, and one thing too is what makes a big difference in a deer going 150 160 like as a 10 pointer is really good fours right and a lot of guys overlook the fours the fours are, once you get up to that point that's what pushes them i feel to the next to one to, to make 170 as a typical 10 you got good fours that's yep. right you got to have good fours this buck's got a good g1 a good g2 a good g3 the fours Man, are still going solid. as good as a three. It's like almost, yeah. Like a <laughs> and perfect, a solid five.
2: Yeah, a solid five. Yeah. And then there's a six. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah. And you got to think about the, the main beam on it to fit all those points. Yeah, there's,
0: there's a countable six. The, yeah. yeah. A, I mean, there's a G6 the mass, on this There's deer. a G6 right. on this deer. Exactly. God
1: damn. <laughs> see, that's the thing, you know. Um, that's what and people see eight-pointers. Like, a buck that does 150 as an eight-pointer, you got to remember, he's got a G1, a G2, Yep. And a G3. Yeah,
5: and a main beam. And that's it. Yeah. You know,
1: so a lot of guys will see a framey eight and be surprised because I'm a measure, so I measure a lot of big eights that look like really giant bucks but don't measure like what they look because the points aren't there. Yeah. The frame is there. Right. But the points aren't there. Um, This thing's got... Frame and points. Yes. <laughs> and you need they that just keep going. to go 200 inches.
5: <laughs> well, he didn't quite make it, but he's he's close. Was he like, like 198? Enough. Yeah, 198 <laughs> yeah, and oh, 7 I came
1: up You know, I'll be honest, if I shot a 198 back, like, yeah, it's fucking 200. And <laughs> yeah. <I'm not> <laughs> Don't think a few buddies haven't said that. <laughs> right. My buddy Jimmy's like,
5: you can't find another inch and an eighth in there? I was like, I could try. <laughs> remeasure the G6. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <right. laughs> just remeasure one of the times. Come on. Yeah, for sure. But no, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's he's got it going on. He's that right side's crazy big, and then the left side, he's just got oh, super huge G two with a fork coming off of it, really long G three, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, good mass all the way through. He's beautiful, man. I appreciate it. That is a beautiful Beautiful buck.
1: buck. You you sir are a killer, man. You are a killer.
2: They're all monsters. It's uh, I'm surprised.
1: I it's funny. Like we started chatting on Facebook and then started texting and just kind of hit it off you know and i'm like man why don't you come in let's record it'd be fun and and of course you're exactly how you said earlier it's like good big butt killers are all good people oh yeah and i i I think you're part of our crew man like you could fit in with all of us like i wish chandler was here to kind of mix up with us i kidding um but no man congratulations from big mule deer to giant whitetails i mean i'd love to see the mounts you have at your house
5: well i appreciate it man yeah and Swing by sometime. <laughs> there you go. I might have to. I'll bring some bush light. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure.
1: But no, that's an absolute stud. Um, man, I, you know what? We didn't do the unpopular opinion segment. We can't forget that. We'll do it at the end this time. We'll switch oh, it we'll up. do it at the end. Huh? But yeah, might as well, oh, right? I end. forgot we got so into whitetail talk right off the rip yeah. that we forgot to do our segment. But I will say one
3: hell of a fucking season, man. Dude, oh, absolutely. for sure. You, you know, yeah,
5: And definitely you, you can't deny the fact that it's there's a lot of luck involved in that like I didn't say I'm gonna go kill either of these two deer like actually the deer that I pegged and I did the right things on I didn't get you know yeah he's still mm-hmm. out there hopefully um but
1: it was calculated though it's but, calculated
5: and, and it goes back to
1: previous year's knowledge and buildup some right?
5: of that some of that for sure but it goes back to um my freshman basketball coach told me you can't kill big deer if they're not there you know you just gotta hunt places where big deer are at and if you give them enough time and you again you don't push them too hard you'll get a chance at them eventually
1: can we dive into that a little bit sure um as far as like pressure entry and exit i mean that's got to be big big things on your tactic list right
5: it's 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 getting more important as the more that i hunt absolutely yeah um i used to be one of those guys you know that like the harder you work, the better you're going to do, right? So get yeah. in there and bust everything up, and push, and try to get in on them, and yeah. do, do what you can do to to you know be in the woods. Right. And I I don't know that that's the answer with my farm specifically. Mm-hmm. It seems like the more that I lay off of them, especially in the evenings. Like if you go in when they're bedded and you you pushing them around, you you're screwing yourself up. Yeah. Um. The thing about our our property is when we first got it none of the but like we didn't see bucks early season hardly ever we wouldn't Mm -hmm. see them in the summer they'd show up in the rut and then they'd be gone and uh, we've done a little bit of um you know timber stand improvement and putting in some native grasses and things like that and and worked really hard at trying not to put pressure on them all year long you know right right making a better habitat for the deer and,
1: and i guess the one of the so i i'm sure you follow don higgins um,
5: I, yeah Don's a different class I mean he's just right he's where so we all wish in. we were right? absolutely right. Um,
1: but I like he did a video and I and you know I'm, I haven't been a Don Higgins fan for a long time not because I didn't dislike something he did in the past because sure. I didn't really know too much about him um, and that's just because I was who I followed was different at the time but anyway I've discovered his youtube and i'm like always on don higgins youtube watching stuff Well, he did a video about pressure Mm -hmm. like you know you got the guy that needs to go in and mow his food plots all the time and go and dig holes and bury kitty pools and fill them full of water and go over here and put fucking um 90 degree rubbing posts everywhere and going in there pissing in scrapes like you feel like you're actively doing all this stuff and i i also he i don't think he mentioned this but on my head you got guys that I'm gonna go in there and put up this this, l- this licking branch and do my vertical post and piss in this and kick around dirt and then post all these pictures to show everybody on the internet how badass of a deer hunter I am. I'm putting all this work in. When I see that, I'm personally like ugh, like you're kind of going backwards it's, it's there. Too, it's, too much, man. it's too much. Too do, much doing the collar grab. Ew. Yeah, doing the collar grab. Like, <laughs> Ew. But I'm. It, but you want to do that stuff because you feel like you're you're doing, doing something, right? But maybe you're not.
5: Well, you know, I I do a lot of food plot stuff. Yeah. Um on the edges. On the you know, edges. You got to give those deer space. You know, and that's a big thing Don Higgins talks about is the number one reason people don't kill big deer is too much hu- human pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Um and and how can you argue with a guy that's killed 3 200 inch deer in the last 3 or 4 years whatever it's I been? I try to argue with Ross all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Well, Ross, what do you think, Ross? Ross is
1: wrong all the time. Yeah, what do you think? What's your take?
0: What's my take? Take on just
1: oh you John just over
0: overdoing it, I, I in my opinion I like to pretend I'm uh surgically removing a deer from the woods right. and I don't want to overdo it. So mm. uh, you save those spots. That's a great. God damn! Is that
2: your saying? Did you just yeah. come up with that? That's a good point. I mean, you only do surgery once, I mean, right?
0: Yeah, you don't want to go back in there again. I just it's I don't want one,
3: surgery again. I don't know if I've ever all. heard that put that <laughs> way. Have you? No, I haven't. That's a great. I mean, analogy, honestly, just just. Just great analogy. It's like your arm. Leave those You don't spots, want to re break it. Leave
0: those spots where you know they're gonna be good. I mean if, and it, it it's easier to leave those spots alone that you know are good through years of experience in those spots. Like it, yeah. you know the big boys are gonna be there, so you pick I mean, I'm I'm watching the weather, the barometric pressure, the all that stuff. Like that's if and and my work schedule and everything, but I've I've like I said in my last podcast there talking about my my big one I shot to end the season, that's I went i I told my wife straight up i'm like today's the day it's Mm -hmm. just the way this rut's gone the way the weather's been i mean i feel like i'm gonna catch i'm gonna catch this big boy on his feet it's time for
1: surgery yeah
0: it's time for (laughs) surgery so you go in and you i mean you like a ninja slip in and (laughs) hang and bang and if you can pull pull a hang and bang and get yourself i mean i okay so you you kind of in those situations a spot you haven't been in yet and just left alone you're as you're walking in you're basically you're basically scouting yeah that's your scouting is on your way in it's a one in one out so right i'm not right. i don't want to pump this up bigger than it is but I, I i really feel like if you can walk in and scout the spot on your on your way in using previous I, I mean, years I'm knowledge not gonna, i'm not gonna lie to you i pissed in a scrape in that spot like i, I yeah. before i climbed that tree and and hang and bang and but
1: but i think what so that's a little different than what i was using as an example earlier like i too much feeling like you're doing the right things. Sometimes guys don't realize it's. I've done. I've done that though. I, I've been yeah. there and I've ran. 30, I have, two. 30, I have two.
0: 30, 30 trail cameras. And I'm in there pruning branches and I'm in there, yeah. you know, planting food plots every and weekend, run, running cameras something. every weekend, and just all that stuff. I, just, I think that's part of the process. It's, it's, all right. it's part know, of like you the learning it's a curve. Phase you go through mm-hmm. and, right. to and become this, a big buck killer. And this yeah. year and last year, I, I've pulled back big time, and I I literally didn't get my cameras out until November first. All my cameras. Took a picture on November 1st this year, which yeah. is insane. Hard to argue with your success. But Absolutely. I stayed out of the woods. Of course, I, I had an excuse. My arm was broke. I was down in the dirt. <laughs> like, like, Yeah, yeah but, it was a tough year. But to be honest with you, I mean, going in there. and So yeah. I plant all these cameras on a really windy day. And then I, I, all these cameras are within a spot where I'm hanging a stand or I have a stand already. So right. I'm pulling these cameras like the days that I decide the wind's right and I go in and hunt them at the end of the hunt, like I popped that card and then, yeah. So yeah. I'm checking them as smart, I go. Smart. Yeah. But
1: yeah, sorry, Ty, That while we're, yeah, sorry. We're jumping around this podcast more than usual. That's just because we're excited because that's right. yeah, no there's kidding. so much to talk about. But, Absolutely. But Jeez. that's what I was getting to is like, and then Ross, don't think that you did anything wrong by going off on that. Cause that was great. Like, that's what I wanted to get into, you know? Absolutely. Um, but I got to imagine you kind of go through the same thing with pressure and.
5: Yeah. I mean, you you like, like we were saying you just you don't want to push those deer off because mm. once they're especially the big ones once they're gone they go find a hole where nobody's bothering them and they're not coming back like there's a yeah. deer I killed that one seventy eight there's a deer I killed that three years in a row we would not see that deer all year long and then the week after first shotgun season he'd show up on our farm every year and then he'd stick around through the end of January and then he'd be gone again and the third mm. year he did that I killed him
1: you you were were you anticipating that
5: was not anticipating him specifically, but I knew as soon as he, he showed up, I was like, in my mind, I'm going, "Hey, this is this is about the time that one deer shows up, yep. you know." And he's he kind of figured not, out that pattern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, the Bill Winkies and the Don Higgins of the worlds that can say, "Okay, I'm going to go to this specific stand and I'm going to kill this specific deer right. today." That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's exactly. another level. Of calculated. I am not even close to that no. kind of a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I'm more of a. But you right, play your cards right. You play your cards right, and you wait for that opportunity. You know, make it. You You put yourself in the spot. Yeah, I mean, you don't go into a stand if the wind's wrong. You don't, you know.
1: As basic as that is, I feel like that's the number one thing that prevents people to be consistent on mature deer or deer they want to kill. Sure, Uh, like it. I still talk to guys. I'm like, I don't hunt the. You don't hunt the wind. Like that's, to, sorry guys, if you don't. But like to me, that is. Some of the – it's not – maybe not day one because when you first start, you don't always get that. But once you become a bow hunter, Mm -hmm. that is like the wind. But I learned a lot of guys think they know what – how to hunt the wind – when they don't
5: I think a lot of guys if they if they've got a spot where they know there's a big one and they're gonna they're gonna talk themselves into thinking that they can get away with going into a spot it'll be fine yeah exactly you got it's be- a rut it's a rut I'll be fine yep you yep. got to be really really picky mm-hmm. you know you got to be careful and if you go in there and you screw it up you're done that year mm-hmm. you ah, may get a chance on them yeah. next year but you're right probably- do
1: you think the term it'll be fine fucks people on the deer they want to kill more than anything else very, <laughs> well could. very well could <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. Right. well I mean you're not going to kill high 90s buck. Yeah. Um, we'll call him 200. Um <laughs> appreciate that. Um saying it'll be fine not a wind. Right. That's true. You know. Very but
5: there cute. you know there's some guys that are just next level next level killers though. I mean, I've been lucky in my life to be able to um kind of rub shoulders with a few of those guys like uh, one of the guys I work with, his cousins, good buddies was Stan Potts, and I got to go down and spend an afternoon just going through old photo albums with Stan and talking that's to him about cool. deer hunting. Oh, dude, Stan's the man. He is the man. He's super cool. I him. love Stan. Yeah, that's yeah. one yeah. guy we haven't had on the show. The oh, you got to get him. You got to get him, man. He's great. I'm following me. his footsteps. I Give me a wonky minute. eye. I'm sure, and I'm, good. I'm
2: sure I know a guy who has his phone number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We, we talked to him on the phone at Deer Camp that one time. Remember He's a great Missouri? Guy. Stan Potts. Yeah, Philip called him. Oh, uh, I Yeah. Oh, that's true. Give me a second, folks. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. I mean, I was. I
1: I forgot we called him. I was kidding when I was like, I think we probably know a guy who has his phone number all time. Oh, no, we do. Of course we do.
5: (laughs) 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 But, yeah. And, you know, uh, Barry Wenzel. I don't know if you know the Wenzels, the the Brothers Mm -hmm. of the Bow guys. I went to a thing he was doing one time, and we're walking around the timber, and and this is uh, February, March. Mm -hmm. And he's showing us stands and why he's in these stands. And it's like, Super, super, just basic stuff, and once you understand it, it's like, yeah, that's obvious. But until yeah. somebody tells you these things, it's like, shit, I would have never thought of that. Right? right like right, he's right. talking about going in and like, okay, you want to hunt this when? Do you want to hunt this stand in a south wind? Go in on a south wind sometime later in the year. Put a little smoke bomb up in your stand. And see what he wrote an article goes. about that, didn't did he? he? He may have, I don't Just know. Sit there and he watch talking. the wind. Yeah, and he's like, one time I did it, I, I put this uh, smoke bomb up in the stand, and I was walking back out, and I go, you know, 300 yards this direction, turn, go down this other draw. Next thing you know, I'm smelling smoke. You'd see and he's it, like, probably. and it's the complete opposite direction. Right. You know, and he's yep. like, no wonder why these deer are snorting at me over in this one draw when mm-hmm. I'm, when wow. I you think you're the, hunting
0: the right wind. That's exactly right. Yeah.
5: That's yep. next level. I shit. read really. That um, is really next I, level. Seriously. Man, I
1: have to go, I have to try and Google search that. I used hunting magazines in school or my right. jam. I read an article. That's, it had to have been him. Had to Same been. thing. Set it on yeah. the platform. Yeah. Get out view like, you know look at it see yeah. what it does once it hits a certain like almost exactly. like hit an eddy right. and then change how it fucking leaves the eddy and stuff yep. like that yeah because like- I mean
5: when you think about it you see a stream going water going down in a stream or a creek or whatever and it mm-hmm. hits a rock and it's swirling and stuff mm-hmm. air is doing the same thing yeah exactly so, you know, Absolutely.
1: yeah
0: and it does sure. it, it does it quicker and more way quicker yeah, yeah. exactly yeah so. quicker and more <laughs> for sure quicker and more is the best way I <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude, I, I, wage brain I hear you yeah man, I'm thinking on, hard here I better <laughs> lit up on smoke bombs this year <laughs> hey, <laughs> for
1: sure I, yeah start stop at those little Fourth of July fireworks stands yeah. and just buy we sell snakes, snakes and sparklers <laughs> 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 they're the only ones we like uh, we're gonna just start uh, hey let's just start selling smoke bombs on work now oh. see someone's gonna steal so, it that hey, that, oh shit
3: hey, you said it you already said it I already said it
1: it, we know we call it right here you are a bitch if you steal our idea so we yeah. set it here yeah, patent pending
3: dear smoke bombs patent pending uh, scentless Sent- smoke bombs. i can't say that yeah. but i did <laughs> yeah well, you sentless. don't
1: know we could have, i'll file one right after this podcast patent pending um it's not released yet so no man dude what what a killer season thanks for bullshitting Thank with yeah, us yeah absolutely dude, amazing um, season i was gonna bring up one other thing late season hunting quick before we go because absolutely. we've been having questions from listeners like hey you guys gonna do any late season stuff oh yeah um and of course, big it's time scheduling is just tough. Ross, you shine in late season. That's your time. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of late season hunting until I got some properties with some crop and yep. um, basically stuff you like late season. Um, Todd, do you feel that late season hunting is something you enjoy? Do you? I feel like it depends on your property too, right? You know.
5: Yeah, it does, but you know, specifically like for me. When I'm planting food plots, a lot of times I'm not thinking about, oh, can I kill deer in this plot? What I'm thinking is I want to keep deer on my farm with this yep. plot. Yep. And, you know, one of the things that Winky talks about is you want to give your deer a lot of options, mm-hmm. right? And it could just be – it may not be that you're going to go kill deer on a spot, but it may be a plot that you're giving deer an opportunity to escape a bully buck that's on the next ridge yeah. or something like that or just giving them a, a, a free zone for them to come out near or even pressure. like neighbors' pressure Absolutely. on one of their in cornfields or whatever it is, totally. So, a lot of my food plots are with that in mind, and especially that January, February, March time frame. I plant a lot of turnips on my place, mm-hmm. a lot of turnips. So, late season, yeah, there it's dynamite, they're hammering, yeah, hammering, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And yeah. Ross, you, you're a big, big guy for late season, so is Clint Casper. That. He loves, I late love
0: season. that late season, man. That's I mean, like I've said before, I mean, there's there's guys out there that really like that. And I do – I mean, I've had a lot of really good encounters that first five days of October where you're catching them off that summer pattern, and then it goes into rut. And it's – I've been in the struggle. I mean, the, the, the rut struggle sucks when you can't – you're hunting your spots. You sit there. You put the hours in. You spend 84 hours in a tree, and between October 6th until, you know, November 12th, and it's just – unbelievable how you don't, haven't had an opportunity to kill a deer yet you yeah. feel like you're just driving it in but um i feel like you can pattern a deer late season you get out you get that food and then i mean deer are slaves of their bellies so yeah, yeah. Yeah. i mean they're, when they're hungry they need to eat so mm-hmm. if you've got food they're coming and then you just lay back and wait and till the big boy shows up and the really cool thing about late season is those deer that you had in velvet for me i guess on my pieces of property i'd the the deer that I got pictures of in velvet disappear and you don't ever see them, but then they always come back, late come season. late season when yeah, it's yeah. when it's close to Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now it's like okay, or you even get a, a new rambler rolling through, just yeah, he's yeah, just coming around and hanging out, hitting and, your food source you put yeah. work
5: into, and so he's hungry. I, so, I like
0: so, that late cold. I mean, they're they're driving yeah. to that food. So do
5: you think that you can get away with a little bit more late season?
0: Well, if it's cold enough and, yeah. and you're trying to open a window or you're trying to move in your stand, I mean, that popping and cracking, I mean, you, are you talking about like...
5: I'm talking about just like you can, it seems like a lot of times late season stuff, what I like to do is get in on a food plot. And typically what I've got in my setups is they're coming out of timber mm-hmm. to a food plot on the edge and then they're going to work through that food plot and go out to the big ag fields behind me. Yep. Right. So most of the time I'm either going to have to have someone come drive in and spook the deer out of the field for me, or if they get out far enough and I, you know, certain setups, I can get into my truck, but I still have to drive out through them and I'm going to spook them. But it seems like they're back the next day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, cause I got, there's been been lots of times where I'll, I'll call my brother and I know my dad's loader tractors plugged in for chores the next morning. I'm like, hey, you got to come get me, get in the loader, get in that JD, and come back here and get me. Yeah. yeah. And Hop in the gliener, come pull back. Pull right <laughs> up. I'm like, dude, pull. Don't break pull, down your way, though. Pull. It's pretty <laughs> cold. I don't know if I'll start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, pull right up to the tree. Like, this is my spot right, right here. I'm um, This is where I'm at. Yeah. And pull right up to me. I'm going to jump on the on the uh, footstep of the tractor, and I'm just keep driving. Right out, yeah. yeah. And yeah, they're, you're right. I mean, they're always back. Yeah, you're not blowing them up. Do you think it's
1: just because at that time of the year, like they have to come back, you right? Know, as far I think as, so, you know, and, and whether and, it's after dark or before, right before dark or whatever, like they they're gonna come back because it's. Like you said, well, Ross, like they're well, slaves to their belly,
3: and like what Ross said earlier, I mean, it's not it's not human pressure.
5: They're used to tractors. tractors they're and used drugs, to and they've never been <laughs>
1: ran down by a gleaner, right,
5: <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it's just and to be it's honest, just a gleaner, yeah. we're fine. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys see that one on Facebook that supposedly somebody ran over <sighs> with a combine? And you could see its shoulder working and stuff yeah, like that. Man. Was nasty. Oh, I don't think that
1: was a combine, unless it was like a flex draper with a cutter bar or something. You no, know, like, that yeah. had to be
3: he ducked underneath a barbed wire fence or something. Oh or something man, I don't know looked work. like
5: somebody was catching release back straps. It's <laughs> yeah. like someone just yes. threw
2: like, a hatchet and just cut them right. Yeah. Jesus. But to be,
0: to be honest with you, on a uh, late season hunt, uh, I'll shut it off after this. But No, you're good. So <laughs> thank you
1: for bringing it back. back.
0: The 16, uh, 2016, I killed that flyer two buck. That was the last yeah. really good buck until this year that just went crazy. But that that 2016, Austin was with me in the tree or in the, in the blind and one night that buck that i ended up shooting it, camera light was failing like we were we were right on the cutoff as far as shooting light pushing it. and i actually brought my primos coyote howler with me and i opened the window and i just blew that thing just barked and howled and did all kinds of stuff and just i mean i blew every deer off the field i mean yeah. and he looked right at us he had it on camera and everything it was just like Barrr! and he looked right at us and just jetted out I thought, that's well, smart. totally screwed that deer up. That's right. for sure. And it wasn't. Well, I don't know. Five days, six days later, that deer. I mean, he'd been then in and out of there, uh, according yeah. to the camera. But the wind was wrong, so he he came back, and he, and we ended up shooting him. So. They hear coyotes every day, that's man.
1: Awesome. Yep. I mean, I've heard that too. Um, Scared the shit out of that. Our deer buddy around. Dana Pace had his son come in and how. I think Bill Winky's done it like late season. Come in, have somebody run a chainsaw on the field edge because they're just used to hearing that shit. And then then he makes his exit. And I think he killed the buck he was hunting like a day or two later after doing that stuff. So it's just tactics that at a glance you think, man, that's screwing it up. But it's they've never been killed by a chainsaw. They hear chainsaws all the time. They hear coyotes and dogs barking in the distance. and. Yeah, gleaners struggling to start and right. driving by and shit. Put, putting so along. Somebody's yeah. got a gleaner that's just like about to quit our podcast forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're fine. But right. no, it is. Uh, late season, man, is, is interesting. And it sucks if you, your property doesn't have the food. That's um, where big time can help you out. Big big time. See what I did? Didn't yeah. mean to do that. Corny. Big time can help you out uh, big time? Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Nice. Is that what you're saying? We know what you're sick. saying. There's sick. A, there's going to be a sick. <laughs> sick. Nice. There's going to be a lot of people that already have been writing in. But will is, it's like, well, what if my deer's not hitting the food in time and it's dark by the time it gets there? And then, but, but I don't know. If there's a whole lot to control it because just, it would go with your pressure earlier in the year. You yeah, know? but
5: you, I think that that's one of those situations where if you've got good food and they're coming out late. You got to wait for one of those days where it's going to be negative ten that night. You got to wait for a super cold day Mm. because those deer are going to have to come out and feed before that.
1: Good point. Good tip too. Yeah. So it'd be basically, you almost have to get close as you can without getting too close, and time your weather. For sure. Less is more in that situation. Freeze your ass off. Don't. Hey, don't say it'll be fine. It probably won't be. (laughs) You got to. You got to pick your day. Pick your day. Yep. Look at deer cast. Yep. Listen to Mark Drury.
5: Here's a pro tip for you, too. Well, not a pro
1: tip, but. You're a pro, dude. You killed the two. It's a pro, <laughs> it's a pro tip. So
5: yeah. what I do on my food plots is I like to have about a 10-foot, 12-foot wide swath of switchgrass, which, you know, you got to be thinking a little bit years ahead to do it like this. But yeah. you get you get some good switchgrass growing, and you get a ground blind in there, and those cold, cold, cold January jays. You can have a little Mr. Heater in your ground blend with you. Mm-hmm. You're nice and toasty. Mm. No big deal. Now we're warm. Yeah. That is a pro tip.
1: <laughs> that's an experienced pro tip right yeah. there. Yeah. That's an
5: old man. I'm getting into old age. <laughs> pro tip. Like, that's that comfortable.
3: That's, pro like pro like tip. Late that's right. late season. I got like 13 hot hands in my pocket. Yeah. And yeah. My, all, through you, my, all through your body. In my, <laughs> in my boots and hey, you got down a, my shirt. Did you, see, crack? did you see the post
1: <laughs> on, the, on the working class co-owners group? The Sika core warmer. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. It's. So, so it, the thing is about Sika, we joke about it. Other pages joke about it. Our group it's fun. tears Sika It's up, funny, okay. But, like, some of our – like, Clint Casper works with Sika, whereas, it, you know, like, it's all in good fun. Like, listen, we we can joke around still have a good time. But it's a, a Sika core – it's a butt plug. Yeah. But it's, like, packaged like Sika made it. Yeah. <laughs> they it's call like it, camouflage. They call it a Sika core warmer. <laughs> Battery. <laughs> I, I mean, it probably it. worked, but
2: <laughs> –
3: I mean, it probably worked. <laughs> Doug, Doug's going to test it out. You're sick. You guys are Doug, freezing? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty warm
2: <laughs> over here. Doug, I'm, it's getting hot in here.
3: It Doug, was, Doug didn't think it was a joke. He actually ordered one. He <laughs> bought one.
2: <laughs> Should be here tomorrow. He went to the lion's den and picked one. <laughs> <Yeah>. on <that. laughs>
0: I went to the store and it wasn't there. So didn't, I had have, to go they to,
2: didn't have didn't have sicka,
3: but I, <laughs> I paid next day shipping on that bitch <laughs> overnight. Jeez, overnight.
0: Well, I tell you what, that was a hell of a bunch of stories there. I mean, you had three.
1: <laughs> Ross just was like back to the
2: pod. Good transition I mean, like there.
0: Three giants this year. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, was, that's was, awesome. And, yeah.
5: they, and uh, all of them kind of had some cool stuff along with them too. It wasn't just to yeah. go and shoot them deals. So no, no killer stories. Fun. Killer
1: stories. All right, here's what I think we do. We close out on the unpopular opinion segment, new thing, and the unpopular opinion segment didn't know it was an unpopular opinion until I thought about it this holiday season. And some people might think when you're decorating your man cave. Our guests actually brought it up. I know. I wasn't going to try to put him on blast, but I guess we are. We are. Oh, don't know. oh
0: there it is. So, he, it is. I guess the
1: unpopular is. opinion is it's tacky to put a rubbed up tree in your house as a Christmas tree. With a mount. With a mount. Yeah. Give us your thoughts.
5: <clears throat> for me, I, you know, Christmas for me is so much about my kids. <laughs> like, my girls would kill me if I brought a Christmas tree in and rubbed it up like a deer. Like, they get enough deer in their life as it is. <laughs> yeah. That it just needs to be a little bit of separation there for them.
1: They don't need the Charlie Brown tree by cause of deer. That's
5: right. Exactly. So, I mean. Do you
1: run a real tree or a fake tree?
5: We go real. Real, okay. yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Okay. real tree, oh yeah, for sure,
3: real um, tree.
1: So, all right, we'll do. We'll double down. Real tree or fake tree? And what do you think about the rubbed up Christmas tree, Ross? Okay, so
0: I say, don't base your main Christmas tree for the kids, the family, the everybody on on something like that. I would say, if you have a full bodied whitetail mounted and he <laughs> is making a rub on a fucking old rubbed up tree, yeah, then. And you throw a little bit of spritz on it and a few lights and whatever, and then plug it in just for the season. Yeah. But it's already in the corner, like it's, it's part a, of your mount. It's, right. a, it's right. a done. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just a mount that you just decorated for Christmas. You're cool. Outside of that, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love the the specifics.
5: Well, like, sure, that was very. We, good. I mean, ho- we holiday based. This is how you get away opinions. with it, or
1: you don't. I mean, I mean, and what the fuck, you know? I'm with you, man. I'm with you, Eric. Opinions. Thoughts? I run we run a fake tree. Right. Well my wife
3: does. Like a full blown real fake like a full size? Full blown full size fake tree. About right. an eight about an eight-footer. eight footer. Eight foot. Uh, classic. Yep. Almost to the ceiling. Classic. Maybe, seven-footer, maybe. Well, yeah, seven footer. We have seven. give or take. Kay. I would say I'm not for it. For the if rubbed you, up tree? For the rubbed up tree, I'm not for it. Like if you have a man cave like Ross's where their the theme is deer and critters and stuff. Absolutely, go ahead do it. But your main tree in your house, like the main attraction,
4: no. Nah.
1: Okay, I'm so gonna you, go. I was gonna go last, but I'm gonna go next so Doug can follow up on me. So you
0: throw you throw in yeah, like this rubbed up real tree short. and lean it in the corner, and then you just like three inch lag this buck. I go I go four inches right legs. up against the wall. Okay, four. Yep, yep. So yep. run it right into the wall and just from stick the outside a, of the wall stick a shorter mount next to this leaned up
1: tree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. You're good. Here's where I'm, I'm at. I'm a fake tree guy. My wife is a real tree. Oh, Personally, well, no, here's <laughs> the thing. I'm scared to death of the fire hazard with all my deer mounts. Okay. That's my thing with a real tree. What are you lighting it with? What's that?
0: I mean, like what are you what are you putting lights on? I mean, are you like light bulbs on this tree and you're the scared the Electricians about that, coming out right now. Hey, it's
1: it's a real tree that's gonna dry out. You ever lit up a Christmas tree? Yeah. They light up. I just don't want to happen. Like yeah. Well, I don't want oh, like an accident. Wait. Oh have I? Accidents. <laughs> Yeah, spray it down with water. You got a
0: backpack sprayer or just like a hand pump sprayer? Just spray it down with water. Too much work.
1: I'm going to do that (laughs) shit with the fig trees. Put it in the box. box. Never mind. I'm going to leave this alone. Just (laughs) just talk. Um, I don't really have an opinion on the rubbed up tree, but I have been seeing the holiday posts. I'd say your man cave, it's fine. In your house, nah. But if you have a full mount, by all means, put some lights on that sucker. Bingo. Kurt nailed it. But don't put Santa hats on your deer. Please don't
2: That was one of my questions
1: I'm not a fan of the Santa hats What do you here. think hey, about that goes What do you think about
2: us. Decorating your mounts Nope Because I've seen I'm, a lot of people I'm not do a
1: fan it. Personally My, my wife My mounts are here. sacred She
2: does Oh yeah Doug's going home
1: Taking Santa hats off. off his deer
5: I feel like it well, just takes away From, from like the animal. animal a little bit I
1: agree you know? I, I'm with
5: you Well
2: my opinion not, not cool. Not cool Basically is uh, I live by myself In a big ass house And I do zero Christmas shit At all So There's no Christmas tree There's no nothing Hey, doug's christmas i got tree beer i old, got beer in the fridge and i'm
3: the christmas tree at doug's house the old fur growing out in his yard <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a tree
2: out in the in the woods somewhere that's a christmas tree right
1: yeah he just it's has a random tree out in the middle of the woods that has lights on it it's like the only thing that looks anywhere near a tree is the bush the bush light yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's that's it that's, that's all it. i got
1: well cool that's the podcast yep. want to close out with anything any shout outs anything like that
5: no i mean give give us some guys to, bringing me in yeah give us something YouTube video maybe yeah oh yeah 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 the uh, so the uh, 179 inch buck on October 30th he's is it's totally raw footage but cool um don't let your kids watch because there's there's a couple of f bombs thrown in at the end yeah. after I shot him so they're cool that I'm sure yeah, they heard right. that yeah, yeah <laughs> I'll put
1: the link to that you have to send sure. it to me I'll put it in the description of the podcast I can do that I can find it there Ross I'm good man Doug awesome
2: season congrats to you thank you and uh, good luck to everybody out there still I know I'll be grinding so. It is what it That's is, right.
3: Eric. That's right. Yeah, hell of a season, man. Um, congratulations, appreciate it. Three awesome, amazing deer. No kidding. The dream
2: season, man. That's that is the dream. That's season. Season. fucking crazy. Yeah.
1: My yeah. closing. Thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. The conversation was fun. I think we have a lifelong friend now. Welcome to the family. Thank um, you. you. You'll you'll probably try and leave this family eventually, but um, you can't. <laughs> you can't. can't so you leave. can't leave. It's I'm a in. it's a cult. All right. I'm in. It's a cult. <laughs> You're stuck now, Sounds buddy. Good. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Good luck out there. You got some left in you. I know you do. Uh, Keep your head up. And go shoot your bow. We love you.
5: Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.